Go for it. Uh, welcome to the month of June, everybody. It's, yeah. uh, it's upon us. It is here. This the, is a uh, big month for us, Big man. 200 shows coming up. We got, uh, we're going to have guests on the Data Show Neil podcast all month long. We got Steve Simone coming up, Sean Patton. Yeah, we got uh, big things happening. Beach Cops is going strong. Beach Cops is uh, happening on uh, this Tuesday night. Yeah, people are so asking. We'll be uploading it then. S- sorry it's not on the first, but uh, sometimes, you know. Scheduling. Yeah. And we're going to have some exciting Beach Cop stuff, too. We're going to have John Little as the uh, fourth man in the booth. Yeah, there's going to be Officer Little will be making Not this the... episode, but the next. Yeah, Officer Little will be uh, heading into the Beach Cops precinct. You know, yeah. He may be saying seatbelts are all, are, are all uh, eradicated and smoke detectors. Or I don't know at the beach if they have them. But... He's, he's a uh, hot young uh, recruit coming yeah. in, fresh out of the academy. He's got 12-pack uh, abs. <laughs> yeah, he's got 12-packs of beer. I don't know what the abs <laughs> Packs on the back of the Beach Cop ATV. <laughs> Big John. Well, it is. Uh, it's going to be a good month. What number, uh, what number episode is this? We have one ninety eight. I think ninety seven. The uh, the Big Two Hundred right? Show is is upon us. It's cooking too. It's uh, yeah. It's coming soon. It's cooking. Coming soon to a belly room near you. We got to get that. Uh, we just got to get that that band locked in and we're yeah. ready to roll. We got uh, Bush is ready. <laughs> Dude, I still have my doubts that he makes it. <laughs> Man, yeah. what time was the show? This is episode 197. He, yeah, he hasn't hit us up for a ride yet, which is so oh. far so good. <laughs> I can see him calling us during the show. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm downtown. When you coming to get me? You were supposed to pick me up. <laughs> Bush, you never asked us. You never asked me. Oh, we gotta, what do we have to send a lift? Uh, who knows? <laughs> he might want a limo. <laughs> All the profits of the show go to getting Bush there. It's, uh, it's a sad day for you. One of your favorite fighters retired. I know, dude. The big goose. Gustafson hung it up. Uh, I I I, uh, I applaud it though. You know it, what? Because there's so many guys like BJ Penn and Anderson yeah. Silva who like it's like, hey, he's getting out while the getting's good. I appreciate. And it. also, he's a top three fighter still. He's like yeah. top three or he's easily top five still. Just said like I feel like I'm not. I don't have it. He he goes. I want to be the best, and I can't beat the best guy so he said I'm, I'm making done. mistakes and he's like yeah. that I normally wouldn't make and I, I think it's time to be out that's an inspirational fight that that fight and then Anthony Smith I mean 
Anthony Smith early in his career. I mean, he was like on a four fight losing streak early on. Just fought he, John Jones to a decision. I know. And then, uh, I mean, er, like early, it looked like he should just hang it up. And then slowly, he he kind of got once he got in the UFC, he kind of put it all together. I hope uh, I hope this is a. He, he stays retired, not a Uriah Faber where he just took a break. He's coming yeah. back. You know what, though? This guy seems like, you know yeah. how Uriah Faber, you could you tell, probably would come back. He yeah. always had that burning. This guy seems, the goose seems like he's done. If you uh, if you want to bet on fighters who were like Gustafson, he's now retired, but yeah. you can get a bet, bet DSI, DO101, use our promo code. You can do it on your phone. UFC fights, you get a bet last night. Uh, a guy who Twitter said looked like Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, beat uh, some boxer who I don't Anthony really know. Anthony Joshua? Yeah. Dude, did you see that that fight? No. Oh, my God. I mean, have you seen Anthony Joshua? <laughs> yeah, he's a big dude. And so this guy was Huge fighting. Upset. Was big, big gut. Worse than Roy Nelson body. It looked like, like an appendix scar or something. I saw like a picture. He might have. Um, he fucking Anthony Ruiz him. Jr., is that his name? Something yeah, like from, he's from uh, out here, like in the San Imperial Valley or some shit. Could have bet on him. Big underdog. Yeah. Could have made a lot of money. Use that promo code DO101. Did you hear some idiot bet on Anthony Joshua $100,000? Do you know what you make on Anthony Joshua if he wins when you bet $100,000? Well, like $110,000? No, he made, yeah, yeah, make five grand. And he lost hundred grand to make five. That is the dumbest bet. Meanwhile, you bet a fucking dollar on that, on if you the, have that kind of money, just bet like five grand on the underdog, yeah. and then you get the way bigger payout, dude. Yeah, just but, but if you're gonna if you're gonna waste a hundred grand, just waste it on the craziest underdog, or just go have like the craziest night of your life. You're gonna throw hundred grand away. Hundred grand, might as well like get some horses, get some good things going. You, this guy, what did he think? He's just like the, the, this is a sure deal. It'll pay for my vacation. I don't, or just uh, bet, grand. betting arrogance. But we need betters like that on uh, BetDSI, yeah, DO101. If you want to throw down 100 grand, do it on our promo code, uh, by yeah. all means. You can bet on anything you want. NBA Finals, Drake versus Guy Fieri, who's going to be the bigger douche for their team. Did you see everybody sent Guy Fieri in the fucking club with the like, fog machine going the, crazy? There's a video of Guy Fieri with this like bazooka fog machine. By the way, BetDSI, do yeah, do it. And also, you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer. Yeah. You can fucking do it anywhere you want you to do it. You can do it in the morning. You can do it in the night. But if you do do it, make sure you do it DO 101. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Guy Fieri was in a, some sort of nightclub, and he had like a bazooka fog. I thought it was like a t-shirt cannon. I know, that's looked, what I They just too. shot smoke, and then he's pouring Jaeger down like co-ed's throats like a pervert. You know, Bert was at some club in Vegas with Joe Coy. And uh, it looked like they were the same club as it's fucking Fieri, dude. <laughs> Bert's on the other side shooting a fog machine. <laughs> He's loving it. He's like, hey, is that my, did my fog machine just hit guys? Fog stream? <laughs> dude, that guy, has. I saw him the other night, and I was like, you done off the road? Oh, no, I'm going back out for like three more months. It's like, weird. He's doing the he's weirdest, like... Like, 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 I see him all the time, but then he's, I see he's on the road all like the time. He's like home for a day, he's yeah. gone for like eight months, and he like comes back. And then he's in Vegas partying in nightclubs. <laughs> Mark Ellis, of all people, was with him. Really? Yeah, so I was like, must have been like all the comics that are in Vegas, because Bert, oh, Bert just, loves to like organize the group. he groups. put up like a bad, the bird signal, and people come out think, and hang out with him? Steve Bird was there, and then it was uh, Kelsey Cook, Mark Ellis, and... Uh, Butch. Remember Butch Bradley? I thought you said Bush. No, Bush. Yeah. Bu- yeah. Butch Bradley once tried to haze me in the comedy store parking lot when I was just an employee. He didn't even work there, and though. And Faberman's like, bro, don't mess with him. 
He's yeah. the wrong guy to do that too. <laughs> he was like, "Drink this beer," and I go, "No, I'm good." It was like two in the morning. I go, yeah, I'm cool. Oh, I think I remember He's like, that. Drink it, and I go, "No, I'm not gonna." Drink <laughs> You're it. like, "Yeah, like I would listen to you." <laughs> I go, "I don't even know you. I'm not drinking it." And he's like, "Bro, don't fuck with him. Don't do it." That's funny. Uh, that was like my only uh, butch, my only experience with that guy. Yeah, I just remember he used to come around a lot. I don't know. Yeah, but I saw him in the in the crew. I saw saw this clip online. I forget whose Twitter it was on, but uh, Tim Kennedy, former UFC fighter, uh, had some comments about it. I think it went viral. Uh, it's, so it's this young kid. He's probably like seven ish. He's small though, and you can tell it's a karate class, and you can tell, or some sort of martial arts class. And you can tell that he has been put in here probably because he's getting bullied or he's like a target. (laughs) And so probably his parents probably watched Cobra Kai. So it's this. So it's this like at first I thought the teacher was an asshole. But then as I saw more of it, I was on the teacher's side. Teacher is like double earrings, maybe a ponytail, if I recall. Hoops or like just studs. I think hoops, (laughs) maybe a bandana. I don't remember. I saw it once and he's holding the board and this kid. Kicks it once, like literally, like taps it, like you would, like kick, like a piece, like, like he wouldn't break a piece of paper. Okay. His first attempt, and the guy's like, "You gotta kick it, come on!" And the rest of the class is gathered around, and they're like cheering this kid on because you can tell he's like the Rudy of the class, never does anything right. <laughs> and so he tries it again. I think he falls because he's like not good. Hit the board, but knocks him back. Yeah, like hits oh, the no. board, knocks him back, starts instantly crying. Oh boy! And the teacher's like, "Come on!" You can do it. And the kid's like, I can't do it. And he's like, Come on, you can do it. I promise. You can do it. And he's like, I can't. And he's like crying. And the crowd starts, ch- that uh, students start chanting his name. And you're like, this fails. Like, this is horrible. He's like, you're going to stay and you can, here. You can even see. You fucking do like, it. If you look on the outside, the outskirts, you see parents kind of like, uh, like kind of seeing like this could be a bad moment. For oh, jeez. So then he does it again, and I think he may either fall or stumble. He's like, okay, he's still he's like wiping his tears, and, he's getting, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Come on, I promise you, you can." He's like showing him where to kick it, what to kick. He's like, "Kick with your heel," and then he's like, "Kick hard." He's like, "You're not gonna break it if you don't kick hard." Was he wearing a belt? Is he a white belt? I, I think a white belt. Okay. And so then he does it, and then he starts like, "You're like, all right, he's on the right track, so he's kicking a little harder, a little harder." Finally, the kid breaks it, and the 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 class goes insane. Oh, really? They mob this kid. I almost started crying watching. I was like, Jesus Christ! I might cry watching this kid break a fucking board. What, the, what was the kid's reaction? He was like, he just literally couldn't even see him because he got engulfed oh. by this mob of kids. And then Tim Kennedy was like, I don't believe in trophies for everyone. He's like, this broken board will be a lot better than any trophy you could have given him for anything else. That's fucking great. And I was like, Jesus. It may be a turning point in that kid's life or he may quit yeah. and be like, I hate that teacher. He's like, I'm, I'm going out on a high note. It's never going to get better than this. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you want to try to find that, I don't know uh, what where I even I'll found it. check but it out. Yeah, I was watching. I was like, Jesus. I almost, almost That's uh, fucking got great. emotional I, I watching this check it out. That's like it the takes real. so long. It's just like over and over and failing and failing. That's and failing. the real karate kid. Yeah. That's Maybe, funny. who knows? Maybe we'll see that kid in the UFC. It's like the turning point. That'd be crazy. <laughs> he's imagine like, that? Guys he's like, I was horrible. Head. I never, the guy gave me the confidence. Yeah. Or he becomes an extreme bully. He's like, I love karate now and I'm going to break people's nose. He's like, fuck, I can break this board. I'll break your fucking face. <laughs> yeah, he's like a fucking madman. Or even, who knows? He starts shooting people. Who knows? Yeah, let's hope, um, uh, hope oh, it ends well for him. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, congratulations to Alexander Gustafson for an amazing career. I always yeah. liked watching his fights. He always gave it his all, and he's still a top-ranked fighter. 
He went out on top, in my opinion. High note. And uh, congratulations. I saw a thing on Sherdog. They said he's much more than uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. They said his career is better than that. I say I, I think he beat Jones that first fight. So. Yeah, it's kind of it's tough to see a guy who, uh, you know, he just it never lined up again that he would get yeah. to get to his, that, that dream guy. match. But he definitely brought the most out of Jones, I think, of any other opponent. It's a fucking yeah. He definitely did. He's uh, he's gonna be in Sweden doing whatever whatever he does in that's Sweden. A, I would guess. Dude, I read this. Uh, <laughs> that's just, I just read this. It made me so angry. <laughs> I have to talk about it. <laughs> I saw this lady has this autistic child, and the kid I guess always runs out of the house, and they they put like locks and alarms on, but he runs into the street. So in her neighborhood, when you enter it, she put a sign that said, "Autistic child in neighborhood drives slow." And so it's up there for several weeks. And then when she comes out one morning, somebody fucking taped over it and put child with autism in neighborhood drive slow. What's the difference? The difference is that there's like a bunch of parents who are like, my child isn't defined by autism. But what if she, so, that's how she wanted to I know. It. She, this is the it's, problem. It should she, be her choice. It's like they're fucking ragging on somebody who has autism. Can't she call that child anything she wants? It's her. She, it's, it's your sign. Insane. You want to put up your own sign. Insane. Put up your own sign across the street. I know. It was God. insane. What, and what does that get you? Like, so that's your thing. That's your kid. That's not this lady. Because now it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter if even if you have an autistic child and that's your preference for someone is going to be so offended. They'll be like, that's not what that's not what autism. They only have it. but It doesn't define them. I like that the debate isn't like, hey, let's hope this kid <laughs> doesn't get hit by a car. It's I like, know. what do we put on the sign? It's so great. It's like it. I was like, I've, I felt so bad for that lady because not only I mean, it, it's a hard it's life. Hard it's for hard her. for her to raise the child. I'm sure you got to worry constantly about the child's safety. Yeah. He's so running. much that you put up a sign and, and you're like, so I hope that I hope my neighbors support it. And then what do they do? They have, they're making corrections on your sign. Some fucking cunt went out Jesus. there. Some parent was like, oh, oh, really? He's not autistic. He has it. Or that's like somebody who's like, I don't have it. Or like, I remember back in the day, what was the saying? It was like, I don't have AIDS. I'm living with AIDS. Or whatever. <laughs> like, it's like, okay. What if a guy with AIDS goes, yeah, I have it. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck you. Yeah, I'm living with it. Okay, cool, man. That's your yeah, deal. So you're living with it. So go live your fucking life and leave me alone. Fucking semantics. God, people are idiots. It's, it's, gotten that, it's gotten that bad. Just like, it's not even the issues that people are fighting about it's like stupid specifics that don't make any sense i know it was like what i saw a thing where it was like they call women on instagram influencers but men creators but i guarantee if they called women creators and men influencers they'd be like why do they call men influencers women create it's just like it's a news cycle that needs to be filled so they're just filling it with garbage. Yeah, I literally 24 7. So it's like, what can we yeah. argue about for fucking forever? I'm officially done. I can't read any more news. God, it's, it's insane. Fucking, it's, I was, I was like, how have we gotten to this level? This is what these fucking people are picking on. You need to go on uh, neighborhood apps. I know. I guarantee that those people are all <laughs> Yo, on neighborhood apps. Sure. There's one, uh, there's a, <laughs> something in my neighborhood, not like, a little bit of ways from where we live, but when we walk, there's an uh, like a lot of these RVs like in LA. They just pick spots and they like, well because they got them out of Venice. So now, dude, yeah. have you seen the RVs living on my street? Yeah, there's a bunch near yeah. us too. So th- this RV came in like a week or two ago, and like instantly, it just all their hoarded shit is all over the street. Like I don't, like, there's yeah. no way they can move it for street cleaning. They yeah. must just either 
rip the tickets up or whatever. Yeah, they're like, I'm not big. go ahead and tow this fucker. So then I walked by, and the people are always out there. One of the guys said hello to me. He's like a pretty young guy. And I looked, there was a power, a wire on the ground. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then he unscrewed the bottom of a light pole. Uh, and then G- like Jimmy fucking he's, dude that's a bold move dude he's gonna light a fire he's, he's gonna kill himself he's plugged into the street <laughs> no way yes I, you know what I give him an A for ingenuity cause that's a bold move <laughs> yeah. who the fuck taught him how to do that I have no idea what, is, what was he standing like on uh, just like a rubber mat when he did it I mean you get electrocuted if you're grounded I mean he's I mean I'm not an electrician I don't know but I'm assuming that light doesn't work right like now that he's using its power or is it still oh, work? I have no idea that, how this guy <laughs> fucking did this yes I don't, I don't know I guess he's using it for something and I don't know what it's atta- just the generator I don't know what he's doing the thing is this thing is disgusting all the he has yeah. like two uh, grocery carts like behind him like on the street a, and, yeah the, my mom had a guy down there and he was like swinging around a chain not that long ago going crazy in the middle of the day this guy's got a lady who's got a car I saw her moving her hoarded oh, look car at, look at her. they got like a multiple <laughs> they got like a compound of vehicles I had thought about living in an RV out here at one point I was like can you imagine how much money you would save I saw and then on the neighborhood app Courtney went on because I was like somebody's got to be complaining about this and this lady's like I, think we need the, I called the mayor. It's like the mayor. Oh. What are they going to do about it? How to shift the mayor's number? And I get the cops are probably like, "Fuck it, man! This is real crime. Like, what do, we, what do you want us to do?" Also, as long as they move it, I don't think they do though. There's shits everywhere on the street. Like, they can't. There's no way oh, they can drive well, it. I mean, like, there's stuff in well, front of get, it, yeah, stuff on get the, the side of it. Eventually, they'll like tell what they'll tell me. Get the fuck out. But then it'll appear somewhere else. Hey, it, right here in front of my house. Yeah. At least the ones around my house are pretty good condition. This one's a real, a real shithole. Yeah, they move. These guys are on a heavy rotation. I can tell because they'll leave for a week and then they'll come back. Because they week. probably don't want neighbors smart, to get too suspicious. That's how I would do it. It's uh, it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird thing. L.A. the land of the R- the street RV. Here's what I don't John get, John Little. Yeah, I believe it's street RV. They got the right. I try I asked Abby <laughs> if she would want to live in an RV for like five years so we could save a bunch of money, and she's like, <laughs> "Get the fuck out of here." Uh, also, why would you be living in Malibu? Yeah. I mean, you could wake up. There's so many great empty roads up there that you could just pull to the side of, and every day you wake up looking at the beach. We know somebody who lives out there. I don't want to reveal who it is. I don't. In an RV? I don't want to blow up their spot. Wait, in an RV? In a trailer park. Oh. Uh, you probably. Uh, you can figure know. it out. Right? Yeah, I'll figure it out. Uh, so, speaking of neighborhood apps, by the way, so uh, the other day, the garbage men in my street are all they, they break all the garbage barrels. Because they slam them down, they, like, they're slamming yeah, them, and then the, the other because they're like pierced through the middle, and I was like, "How is this happening?" Like a lot of them, and so then I saw the guy the other day. I was behind him in my neighborhood, and he pierced it with the grabber, like right through the middle, and he's just shaking it because it wouldn't come <laughs> off, and he's just ripping. Oh, so he the, went through. So he's just ripped. That you see, like oh. a million of them are just broken through the center. Dude, that might be the training area where they like, get like new guys behind the wheel. He's costing the city. <laughs> How are they not caught on to this? I guarantee you it's a training. It's it's like, this is all new guys. And it's near cars. He's really shaking because it's stuck on there. (laughs) And it's just ripping. It's it's like, those things are pretty thick plastic. It just rips right through it. So anyway, unrelated to that, I was... Well, uh, no, if you don't know, LA, because not a lot of times they just have where the guys throw the back, 
But L.A., they have a crane arm that yeah. comes out and grabs it <laughs> like a pincher. Yeah. Like a fat lady trying to get soup on the top shelf. Yeah. The, the claw hand. The guy in my neighborhood is not not a good pincher controller. <laughs> yeah. There's some guys. You're like, this guy's been doing it 30 years. You no, can this, tell. This He's got like a touch. This guy's He's good. This guy might be shaking in there sweating. Dude, what an annoying job. You drive five feet and then you fucking get that crane out again. All day, every eight hours, you go like they four must, blocks. Yeah, they, they must travel very f- little area. It'd drive me insane. So they, they also have a good habit of just blocking my whole driveway with like 18 ba- like garbage from like neighboring buildings. Oh, where they just drop it off there? Just right in the center. So like the other day, I had to get out of my car to... to uh, Should ram them, dude. To get it, to, to get one out of the way. And I look in and I fucking, I like took like five steps back. It was a huge, like... I was like, it's a fucking huge raccoon just at the bottom of the it was an open, just an open thing. But then I look like I don't want to look close because it was standing upright. But it was someone who put a fucking huge hedgehog stuffed animal that they were throwing away like a dog <laughs> toy. But it looked like all ratty. And I was like, that looks exactly like a fucking raccoon a fake sitting in there. I was terrified. I, yeah, I, I'm surprised you went back for seconds. <laughs> well, it was like. The chances of it like coming up because it was stand if it was on the ground I, I wouldn't have gone towards it like if it was open dude that that's even worse though because it's closer to your face if it just wants to run yeah, jump out of it's it true get you I would have punched it <laughs> right in the nose like a shark yeah uh, speaking of which it probably would have fucked your face it's a good segue this is from uh, Howie Moon Howie Moon someone now is doing a reverse Howard Moon I saw it this guy can't escape this, uh, this guy's uh, unless he's doing it himself I don't think he is often duplicated <laughs> triplicated <laughs> yeah he said they're talking amongst themselves I they're, know how crazy is that duplicates I was fascinated for a while I was like this is fascinating <laughs> he doesn't know who it is and he's now they're even, all just spelling his name different ways and they're communicating with each other. But he's not like a public person. He's just like a regular guy. He's Dude, to the moon. He's attracting crazies. I guess. So he sent this my way. A couple other people did too. I've never even heard of this in my life. This is from Fox News. Uh, have you ever heard of an animal called a raccoon dog? No, I saw that. I, Dude, I, it's, I, I, it's, it's the ugliest looking thing. It looks like the rodents of unusual size from Princess Bride. Dude, it literally looks like a dog that's a raccoon. It is a raccoon's face with like a huge dog's body. It's an exotic animal, I guess. Is it? Yeah, they say something like it's an like exotic only in, in like a specific area of Europe is the only place they yeah. exist. I'd, I'd never heard of it. So the, uh, I guess a wild raccoon dog's terrorizing a, U- a UK village. Uh, terrified locals and it's attacking pets uh the police were called to Cl- clarborough in nottinghamshire this week after some residents were subjected to a two-hour standoff two hours that we hold on <laughs> two hours yeah well they kept them in their house <laughs> they, now, now they these, had torches and pitchforks i i can get behind these people because you don't know what the fuck this thing's Turkey, I can't get behind. Oh, a raccoon I, dog! I, I, is a raccoon a, dog! It's a rare. Some people may not even know it exists. There, and I didn't until a few days I'm ago. Saying you could live there, and may not know it exists. Yeah, God, that thing is fucked. Is this weird. an endangered species? If it's only in this area, uh-huh. seems like there's only one of them. <laughs> this might be the only one in the world. Uh, so it said, uh, villager Mandy Marsh was woken by a blood curdling scream, and her husband Dale, Dale and Mandy Marsh, she ran outside to see a raccoon dog. Confronting the couple's pet goat and pony. Pet goat and pony. Who is both? <laughs> <laughs> he came back and he said to me, 
you're going to have to come and see this. With a U or no? Yeah, it's a U. Okay. He said, make sure to get two pairs of panties on. There's something in the field attacking the pony, and I have absolutely no idea what it is. He didn't know. He thought it was a fucking Bigfoot. Dude, this thing's, this thing's able to attack a pony? He said the, this raccoon was absolutely crazy. It was hissing and screaming and snarling. It was going absolutely mad. Uh, armed with planks of wood, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the infamous wrestler. Did he pound a nail in the end at least? I hope. It took the couple two hours to chase the angry raccoon away. That's a long raccoon dog. Away. <laughs> what? Also, who stays out there for two hours trying to get it out of there? The uh, pet goat was left with a sore shoulder and scratches following the attack. Uh, the raccoon dog returned moments later to confront the dog walker outside of uh, their home. Dude, this thing's either super horny or it's just real ornery. I think both. Hornery. Hornery? Because <laughs> I think it was trying to fuck that pony. I think it was trying to fuck the people. Might have fucked the goat. That's why his shoulder hurts. Police have warned local residents to be vigilant. I guess they didn't catch it. Do you think uh, they're going to get torches and go out at night like they're trying to fucking get a troll? We should fly there and kill this thing. <laughs> be heroes of England. Two raccoon dogs went missing from a nearby enclosure on the morning of May 28th, according to the coppers. The animals, which are described as being the same size of a medium to small size dog, it looks like a big dog, are potentially dangerous of approach if they're not domesticated. So these things live in the wild, I guess. Uh, Marsh this, the person said that a local wildlife tracker offered to help track the raccoon dogs and told her that something had been attacking local animals recently. This thing's on the fucking hunt. This thing might be a were- werewolf raccoon dog. They say uh, these things aren't raccoons, but they're members of the dog family, according to the UK's Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. They're related to foxes and wolves. Okay. It says uh, How they, well, yeah, but they're some, wild animals rather than domesticated pets, it says. Somewhere, though, they fucked a raccoon in that lineage. That, uh, that pony's name is Peaches, by the way. I saw in another uh, article. Peaches the Pony. <laughs> Get away from Peaches, you son of a bitch. Peaches is not a wild animal. It's not a fair hey, fight. what are you doing over there? Get away from Peaches. It's like a guy who, you know, is like, it's not a fair fight. You want to fight something? I got this bull over here. Yeah, you fight me, and they're like, oh, fuck, here he comes. Oh, he's got his planks of wood. I think the guy set them free so he knew he could f- fight them. I want to get, like, a cone. Like a like it's almost like those SWAT team shields, but it's a total cone that you could like oh, you can nothing fight. could ever yeah. Nothing can get you. Like you can fight raccoon dogs. Yeah. With uh no fear. Yeah, just have the thing go wild and you just fucking push it around. We should have Little's you know, we always pitch John Little various jobs. His job should be flying around the world taking care of like crazy animal situations <laughs> like this. <laughs> And he can do any means he wants. He Dude, can use explosives. I think he's still better suited for... I, I told you, right, about... I've been trying to get him to go to China. No, I don't think so. Oh, oh I haven't uh, told you that? I haven't sent him, like, some talent links. To, like, Oh, to be, like, a, one of those businessmen who yeah. pose as, like, a head of a company? Yeah, like, uh, you know, they have some of those pharmaceutical companies over there, but... Since uh, the Chinese trust like uh, Americans more than the regular Chinese, they think their company is a better company. So they hire actors to play the CEO and like address people. Problem is, though, if that company is corrupt, they come after you. So they're like, I'm not the real CEO. It did happen once. Um, But also, he could work like uh, now that the Chinese cinema is so huge. I was listening about this some guy who's like an ex college football player. And he went to China and he became like a fucking action movie star. Yeah, maybe John Little's like their Liam, ne- Liam Neeson. He could be. 
I said, dude, I go, you got the quintessential just fucking American white guy look. You were maybe the most sought after man in the world. He wears glasses. He would look good in a suit and tie. Dude, I guarantee you, he gets there within hours, he's going to be offered reality shows because this is what I heard happens. Like, if you're American and you walk down the street, they'll offer to put you on game shows like in an hour. What and if Little fucking... becomes like a Chinese millionaire? I told him, dude, I go, look, man, this may be your market. You come back to the U.S. Once he makes his millions, yeah. And then he yeah. can try to become. I, I don't know he if may he may not work... want to come back when he's like living high on the hog there. I heard the working conditions are great uh, as far as <laughs> actors. I heard there's like 16 hour days Jesus. and there's like no safety crew for stunts and stuff. Do they tell you what to say or they just like go out there and say well, sometimes, in English. Sometimes speaking English, uh, the guy that was working regularly, he said, 50% of the roles are English and 50% are in Chinese. But he was doing... Com- Dude, by the way, their uh, their commercials and like their shows are en- like beginning YouTube level. Like back in 06 when YouTube came around, that's the quality of the commercials. I mean, they're, they're like entertainment industry so young. Yeah. It looks like it was shot on an iPhone. I got to be honest. It was a commercial for some product. But this guy was in it, and he was so bad. And I was like, oh, John Little would blow these guys away. He should uh, He should consider it. I'm telling you. And I think we need to get people to push him, because it's another chapter in the John Little saga. What have you been doing for the past decade, John? Well, I'm action movie star. <laughs> and, and I'm the CEO of uh, most major companies over there. I work for a Chinese dick pill company. I'm the CEO. <laughs> Can you imagine him addressing people at like a conference? I could be. They're all like loving him. They're all yeah. like, yeah. Look at look at this fucking son of a bitch right here. He'd go off script and start yelling at people. Hey, what the fuck's your job here? <laughs> Nobody knows what he's talking. They're like about. this guy's lost it. We got to take him out. Or he gets in like a controversy, like fuck some guy's wife. They're like, yeah, CEO. yeah, that's an American custom. <laughs> uh, so who sent me this? Someone named uh, Kyle sent me this. This is a crazy thing. Speaking of John Little and seatbelts and safety, this is Gizmodo. Uh, what's this dude's name? 35-year-old dude. Uh, this is another UK. So uh, he's driving a moped and he falls off the moped. And so he gets injured and he bruised his taint is what they say. No, wait, how do you bruise it? Like, what did he hit? A, he, a he may have come down hard on the part of the moped on the oh. paint. Or what if he put like a leg out? It got caught on like a lamp pole and oh, he and just like, fucking yeah, smashed into his taint. He crotched himself. So uh, that, that wasn't the worst of his problem. That left him with a nine day long boner <laughs> from what? injuring the taint. And then he eventually had to go to the ER to treat. Wait, just, after nine days? You're supposed to go after four hours. I think it was day, nine days. You're supposed day. to go after four hours. Uh, let's see here. What do they do? They just what keep jerking you off. They keep jerking him off. Come on, work it down. Oh, dude, you know that's what he did for like the first four days. And then he's like, it's not, not nothing to do with it. Can you imagine having a boater that you come and then you still have this raging boater? Oh, it'd be, what would it, you do? It'd be a nightmare. I'd be terrified. And you've done, you've taken no drugs. And you're like, all I did was to get in a moped act. You can't even go outside. You can't go to the store. No. You can't walk past the playground. You can't call friends or family to help you. No, but I mean, you could see it in the pants. Oh, do you think he must have taken like rubber bands and like <laughs> tied it down? I, it just won't go away. I guarantee he tried to choke it out. He did a lot of things. Tried to hit it with like uh, some sort of object, like a spatula. But it was a nine-day continuous boner. Let me see if I can get to the time on this. So according to the report, this 35-year-old had fallen off his moped it says nine days before his visit to the ER. First, he only seemed to have bruised his perineum, the area between the genitals and anus, 
commonly known as the taint. Is that maybe that's the vi- like instead of Viagra and Cialis, maybe you just punch yourself in the fucking taint. <laughs> just hire like uh, yeah. a martial artist to throw a chi ball at your taint. Yeah, if you're like 80 years old and you can't get a boner, you just punch yourself in the taint, and there you have it. Uh, before long, though, the man developed an erection that lasted far more than four hours. Uh, the erection itself wasn't painful. There were no other symptoms. He did have to deal with mild discomfort on walking. He was walking around with it. Once Wait, it, what was the mild discomfort while walking? <laughs> the stairs that he got? Maybe just the maybe he was wearing jeans. He's wearing skinny jeans. He's really pushing out. <laughs> mild discomfort. Once at the ER, he was classified as having a grade four erection, the highest tally on the erection hardness score. <laughs> Four. I didn't even know there was a fucking scores uh, card. Nurse, will you uh, will you touch it? Uh, it's a grade four. That's, That's a, a grade. Put four. it in your mouth. That is a grade <laughs> bite, four boner. Bite down on it. Uh, we're gonna bring our boner expert in here, <laughs> and uh, he's gonna he's gonna he, do they? You think that they have like a? Because you know they have instruments they have for everything. They have a charm. No, I like, bet you they have a pincher that like you you squeezes it and tells you how hard it let is. Let me see. Here's the erection hardness. Uh, there's like a link. Zero <laughs> is penis doesn't get hard at all. Okay. One is penis is larger, but it's not hard. So it's like a chubby. So that's like, uh, what is that? That's like hot rod. Things are, wait, what was <laughs> oh, that? Oh, that's uh, extends. Yeah, things are getting bigger. Number uh, two on the hardness meter. Penis is hard, but not hard enough for penetration. So it's getting, you know, things okay. are getting going. You're, you're working it up. Three, penis is hard enough for penetration, but it's like you're a little drunk. It's not completely okay. functioning. It's going to go in there, but... Uh, it's not going to do the, he, he, the job yeah. it, it should do. He's not ready for service. No. You're hoping that it get a move. You'll, it's like driving, yeah. pushing the car in neutral, like Daniel LaRusso's family and Karate Kid, hoping that yeah. the, the engine turns over. Well, it's more like getting called into work on your day off. You didn't know you had to go you're in, like, so you well, weren't ready for this. Yeah, I'll see if I can jumpstart it. Uh, four... Penis is completely hard, fully rigid, and it's ready to fuck. It doesn't say <laughs> what if it says that? It's ready for full penetration. Maybe even anal. I it might even be ready to be sucked. I heard they play a clip and they say, what level of hardness is this? And it says, four <laughs> from uh, back to school with Roddy Dangerfield. Uh, so, yeah, they said even among cases of unwanted stiffness, though, the man's situation was unusual. Roddy, 95% of erections that last too long, condition called priapism, involve a blockage of blood vessels directly connected to the penis. This type, called low-flow priapism, basically means that an erection is caused by blood that can't leave the genitals as normal. Low-flow? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so, oh, so is this like a blockage? So he had high-flow priapism, it says, meaning the blood wouldn't stop rushing to the dick. Jesus. Uh, as with this case, this type usually happens when the blood vessels surrounding the genitals are injured and ruptured through physical trauma. Uh, the trauma creates a pooling of blood in the area and uh, two fistulas on the left and right side of his genitals. I'll give you a fist. <laughs> you uh, getting fistula. Dude, do you know how many guys are going to do this that can't get boners? They're like, oh, this is great. I'm we may have some it. listeners who may do this. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, no, well, you, we should have used the product that we advertised earlier. Yeah. Uh, it says so. Uh, it says cases like this are usually uh, danger, less dangerous, and usually painless. Oftentimes, doctors recommend off and only conservative treatment involving a little more than an ice pack and compression of the affected blood vessels. You're like, I got a boner. Help me out here. I don't want a fucking ice pack. Yeah. And around sixty percent of cases resolve on their own without any other treatment. Uh, this guy, though, however, opted for a more aggressive procedure. <laughs> He's like, oh, where you put like a syringe in there and suck the juice out? <laughs> Said using a catheter to carefully pick out the arteries. <laughs> yeah, letting the doctor suck you off. <laughs> <laughs> directly feeding the erection. 
the doctors created their own blood clots near uh, each fistula. This is getting a little too high tech for me, but uh, what if they put make you have sex with a dog? You're like <laughs> this will make your erection to go down. Soon after the guy's condition improved, it took a while for him to fully recover the use of his dick. Uh, they checked on him a year later. He reported having completely normal uh, boners. Dude, again. so this is just a myth about the four hours causing damage to your it wiener. Like this guy yeah. went nine days and he's good to go. Yeah. It Dude, took, took a while, but yeah. I back. bet he has stretch marks on his wiener for staying like hard that long. <laughs> like it just looks, I bet it's pretty beat up. Because you imagine nine straight days, that's probably the entire shelf life of all of your boners. If it's not embarrassing enough to ride a moped, and then you, one, then you get in an accident, two is embarrassing. Yeah. But then you in, injure your taint, three embarrassing, four, you have a, a fucking two week long boner. They have to go to the doctor for, and then they're like, "This is so fascinating. We need to write papers on this guy." <laughs> I wonder if this, this guy I- should leave the UK. He's never going to outrun this in his local area. But I've heard you can like you can really wear out the uh, fill like the fill sacks in there. He's because, got, when, mean, he, when he gets uh, flaccid, the loose skin is just everywhere <laughs> being stretched. I mean, total lifespan of boners. How long do you think in your life? If you had to, if you added up all the time, how long do you think it would be? A month straight of boners your whole life? Two months? I was gonna say something as little as like ten hours. No, ten hours. What are yeah, you, you talking could, about? You, you fuck. fuck for, yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, that, yeah, I don't know. It's a hard question. You should. It should be a Jeopardy question. I mean, if you fucked every day, potentially you're talking talking maybe 250, 300 hours of boners. Will Chamberlain in alleges a year. he had a boner so for foolish. eighteen years straight. Dude, I, I mean, you he would, played with a boner so he could fuck cheerleaders if he fell into the crowd. He would have to have such a sex addiction, like so, the worst in the world. It's such a fucking lie. He claims he's fucking like four women a day. Dude, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, I like to fuck as much as the next. Guy. But once you hit a certain age, you slow down. Also, once you hit a certain number of women in a week, you're like, I'm done. All right, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. I don't need this. He, uh, how he is, like, he's lucky he was pre AIDS, uh, according to him. I don't know if he was really fucking as much as he said. I don't know. What about, uh, what's his name? Uh, who was the guy that, uh, David Taylor was talking about who fucked so many women? That Hollywood actor who died in like the 70s. He had he had dick warts so big that the doctors uh, actually cut him off during the uh, autopsy. Yeah, I don't know what just to like to, keep yeah, them. In they a, never, yeah, in a jar, I guess they keep them. I guess they kept them. Keep them in a trophy case. Like, it wasn't it wasn't Errol Flynn. It was uh, something like that though. I don't know Clark Gable, the guy who know, played something. the uh, Commandant Lasad. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he fucked so many chicks back then. Because they still had a ton of crap. By the way, like AIDS back then was like syphilis. Yeah. I mean, I guess they started curing syphilis. Is that the one the, that like your dick starts going down like a candle? Like it starts like eating away? Uh, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff you get with syphilis. I think that's the one where you get like, they call it like candle. It's candle dick? I've heard where it me- like yeah, melts. Yeah, it starts like melting. Um, but I think, they, I think they've got a cure for that at the turn of the century maybe. So it probably wasn't in his era. Yeah. But he could still get a lot of other stuff. Uh, either way. Probably yeah. way better fucking back then. If you're riding a moped or a motorcycle, you might want to get a taint guard. Yeah, taint shield. John Little's selling them. He supports no no seatbelts, but he does think taint should be protected on uh, motor motorcycles. Surprisingly, John Little thinks there should be a limit on the amount of time you're allowed to have a boner. <laughs> of all things, he thinks the government should regulate them. <laughs> and you should have your dick not close to a fan like somebody we know who once yeah, stopped a yeah. fan with their penis. 
Yeah, he sounded like somebody that somebody knew. <laughs> Giving a school a presentation. Yeah. yeah. What, you will put this in the fan? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop yeah, it. Yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> this is from uh, Max in Kansas. This is this came in just on my Twitter feed tonight. Sometimes something jumps out. This is hot off the press. This is uh, the a guy, the principal Michael Como from the Holy Family School in D.C. <laughs> holy Como. Yeah, Holy Como is right. According to a police report, officers responded to Archibald's Gentlemen's Club in Washington, D.C. By the way, what a terrible Archibald's. Yeah, it's like, it's not sexy Gentlemen's Club. Just some guy named, some fat guy named Archibald's like, hey, welcome on, welcome here. We're want going some, to, we're want at, some soup? We're heading over to the Theodore's uh, Gentleman <laughs> Dancing Bar. Why not just go with Archie's? If your name's Archibald, yeah, it's a much cooler name. You guys think it sounds like a shithole. Archie's? I mean, what are you, it sounds like a piss, piss-soaked bathroom. It's probably like grandfather's name, and he's like, I want to honor him. He would have loved it here. So at Archibald's, they had to call the cops because uh, an intoxicated man refused to pay his bill. Uh, Como, the principal, he was that man. He was observed allegedly standing in the roadway, refusing to move, according to the police. It went on to say officers asked Como multiple times to move out of the roadway, but he refused. Uh, He was arrested for public intoxication, possession of an open container of alcohol. Uh, Numerous sources told the nine news investigators Como had a service dog with him at the strip club. (laughs) (laughs) And he's wasted. What the fuck? Who brings a service dog to the strip club? Dude, how I also he's like, can you give him a lap dance real quick? He's horny. I bet you this guy though probably needs an emotional support dog because his last name was Como and he grew up. You know, everybody was like Como the Homo. <laughs> Very like, easy. Like for years, it's like way always. too, way too he's easy. Like, I can't take it. Anymore. That's why he's at the strip club. He's still yeah. fighting whether he's gay or not. He's now saying Como no Homo. Uh, the Catholic school principal also worked as a part-time reserve police officer. For, Jesus, uh, this guy, what is he doing? For a local police. He's like, hey, guys, it's me, Como. They're like, oh, Como the This home. guy has every job in town. He's a principal. He's a, he's fucking part-time cop. Sounds like a village. Who's he, from Steven like, Seagal's the village from like the 1800s. like the guy's in uh, charge of the fire department. He also the He's cobbler. also the neighborhood drunk. Uh, he resigned by text early Friday morning. Hey, guys, they're going to make it in. Oh, this is in Baton Rouge. I don't know why this is, a DC, I guess, a D.C. Uh, publication place covering it. Uh, the Diocese of Baton Rouge released a statement about the incident. Uh, the Diocese? Oh, oh, he's so he, okay. All of this, the, the, the last sentence of this, some like, why don't lead with this, you fucking idiots? Because it's some fucking shitty paper in Baton Rouge. This school seventh and eighth graders are on a field trip in D.C. and he's on the oh. trip. And this guy's like, Dude, let yeah, me check out some that. local talent. <laughs> so this guy's on a. Fucking, and he took his dog with him. This guy's on a school trip. <laughs> To DC. I respect this guy. Here's their quote. The Diocese of Baton Rouge confirmed today that Michael Como, principal at Holy Family School in Port Allen, was arrested on May 30th while on a school-sponsored trip to Washington, (laughs) D.C. The incident occurred when the students on the trip were in their hotel rooms for the evening under the supervision of other chaperones. He's like, you guys got this. I'm going out. You guys, Me and my dog. Yeah. Everybody sleep. I got to take the dog for a walk. Wait, what is this? Archibald's? It's the only, Archibald's is the only strip club in D.C. where they allow pets. <laughs> Dude, let's see. Yeah, he's like, let's see how bald these Archibald's are. <laughs> Mr. Como had been principal of the school for five years. Prior to that time, he had served in public education in the surrounding area. He submitted his resignation as principal, and an interim principal will be appointed. <laughs> I love how he submitted his resignation via text. 
He's like, fuck you guys. I'm going back. I'm going to work the parking lot at Archibald. I'm staying in D.C. I'm not even yeah. coming back fuck to Louisiana. <laughs> He's like, they've treated me and my dog. I think he brought the dog into school. Like If you go into his, you get called to the no, principal's man. office, the dog's in his office. I feel like he wanted to go to the strip club so bad that he's like, uh, I'll just bring the dog on the trip because I can't find a sitter. No, why? He, no, he brought the dog because he's scared of flying. Must be. You think? Why else would you bring a dog on a school fucking Cause trip? Because I think he can't find anyone to fucking. Dude, he needs the support. Imagine uh, your principal if you were like a, a kid who like was a wise ass. You see this guy has to bring a support dog on the flight to your school trip. Dude, I went. I went on that trip. I did too. I injured my foot in a, a fire uh, alarm injury. Oh, did you? This girl got me frantic. She was like panicking, thought the place was burning down. I ran out of my room barefoot. I ran out like in the parking lot. I was like, I, I was like, I jogged. And the the uh, the grass on the median had dew on it. Yeah, slipped and I just jammed my toes into the lip of the so, on the the uh, pavement. I really, really cut my toes up pretty bad. That's a we, yeah. We had uh, we just went. I broke the doors to the hotel. They were like the glass, you know, the sliding doors, yeah. automatic. Would you drive a car through them? Yeah, we ran in and then they fucking went open. I guess for fires. They fucking and, and then also there was a huge porno bill. <laughs> because we found out that you could watch pornos in the rooms. We just watched pornos all night. <laughs> Jesus. So, you know that they taped our, they So put, who's, who's like a teacher's credit card? Who paid No, for we charged it to the room. No, we no, didn't but know. Who, so you guys had to pay it? No. So we who did. paid So it? I'm assuming that they, we, they said that there was a bunch of pornos being watched. <laughs> and we said, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. It must have been an accident. And then I guess kids in other rooms are watching pornos <laughs> too. Like, so it was like a bankrupt. I, I think probably the fucking company was like, uh, what are we going to do? Sue a school? We all said that it was an ad. We said we turned it on and then we didn't know what it was. And then we just turned it off, but we watched it all night. We all woke up with fucking bags under our eyes. We turned it on and it turned us on. Yeah. They made you all work in the hotel laundry room to work off oh. the, uh, the, the money. Dude, it was, uh, I was like, this is great. Like, <laughs> the wow. Be- best trip to Washington, D.C. ever. <laughs> Who cares about the Washington Monument? I got a monument in my pants. Yeah, dude, we broke that door and then we just watched porno in the room. And you know what they did? They taped our doors. Oh, so they So that's what left? they claimed, which I was like, fuck you guys. Like, they're like, you can't leave your room. So I was like, if you're not going to let us leave our room, then we're just going to watch porno all night. My, One uh, dude went to the bathroom because he's like, I got to take a shower. And I was like, you're jerking it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> the same uh, lady who got me frantic because she was panicked was staying. I think uh, we were friends with her. But so my two of my friends... Did a Revenge of the Nerd style panty raid and stole a pair of her panties. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is, hey, if you're going to judge, this was a time yeah, where- this is the 90s. This is a time where these sort of things were, it was a little yeah. looser back then. Socially acceptable. Not saying it was right. They made movies about it. Everyone laughed, even women. Yeah, we were just victims of the culture. <laughs> uh, and so then she- So wait, so they busted in the room. Yeah. I forget if she was in the room or not, but so they got the panties- take off and then she's i think somehow it was on to it and she's like where my where's my underwear and they were like what we don't have it <laughs> like classic where's like classic like middle school like we have no fucking alibi like what what are you talking about by the way your life would be destroyed if it had something like that happened today oh you'd be they went online be in jail yeah you probably never get a job yeah uh so then the teachers were like who is the underwear like just give it back <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, and then, you know, the teacher should turn his back. Everyone closes their eyes and they just end up on the floor. It was a lady teacher. And I think her husband, who we had never, you know, so like, he was there as like additional support. And we were like, we'd never met the guy in our life. And he's like, guys, just give me the underwear. Like, let's I'd be like, who the fuck is this yeah, guy? Like, what fuck the you. fuck? So then like they were like discussing, like, should we call parents? Should we send them home? And then like, just behave yourselves the rest of the trip, and then it's enough. Yeah, that's a, I mean, yeah. You, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, so it sounds like these trips to DC uh, they are wild, it man. Sounds like things will get crazy. I wouldn't doubt if they stop going to DC. You had an incident. Yeah. DC is a hypersexual city. It's strip clubs, porno, panties. Dude, you got you got a that's bunch just of three stories right there. Imagine all the other people who are yeah, going. Yeah, it's DC. it's crazy. There, it is crazy. Like the man, I just don't know. I fucking I remember we went to the college of Valparaiso University because we were we spent a whole summer where we were super into rollerblading, but we're by the way we were also like nineteen years old. We were way Who too hasn't? old. That was but we went into the girls' dorm like somebody walked out and we we opened the door rollerbladed in and then we went down the hall three of us with rollerblades just opening everybody's door. And I, I was the first guy, and I opened a door, and somebody, this girl screamed so fucking loud. Jesus. I don't know if the door hit her in the face. I don't know if she was <laughs> naked in there. Could have been I don't fucking. know if she was dil- had a dildo in her asshole. But, dude, we were chased for like 20 fucking minutes. We were running across grass on them. Like, we were fucking. But you couldn't do that today. A friend of mine in college, you just reminded me, uh, I think he was dating... So he was his girlfriend. It was, they were living in dorms, and so she had a roommate. And he like, I think she was expecting him to come, yeah, or something, or, or maybe he was stopping by. And I, don't, but I think that, like the, he knew the door was open or whatever. Opens the door, and a roommate's just on all fours on the ground, doing <laughs> herself. And he's like, uh, so, "So I guess so and so's not here." <laughs> Was she freaked the fuck out? Yeah, I don't think it was. I mean, who would be like, hey? No, but you never know. She's like, yeah, no, join yeah. in. No, it was, uh, that's like, a weird. Like mortified. I went to college. That seems like a young age to be getting into that. But yeah, I don't think. Can't so. you just find that on your own though? If you're what? like a dick in college. Yeah, but it's like telling you don't jerk off. No, I. But like guys, usually I don't know. I guess you're horny. Not, yeah, she had a high you're sex. Horny. <laughs> uh, I had a girlfriend there in college, and I stayed in her dorm, but for like a weekend but then they had to sneak me into the bathroom and so i was trying to like take a dump and then all these <laughs> girls came in to take showers and shit so i couldn't leave i was like oh fuck They're like man. who's that chick with the hairy legs <laughs> who's been in the stall for three days yeah. and then when i had to take a shower it's like then some girl walked in and i was like oh fuck they give you a wig like some was shitty it, 80s movie well dude it's totally i mean women have it so good they have like separate shower curtains and all this. No, Dudes are all like dick to dick in there. I remember, I forget where, I think like when I would play like high school basketball, like you you often were given like, oh, like the female the, locker yeah. room of so the much school. Better. It, was, it was great. They had like individuals, you're like, these stalls are spacious, they're nice. Yeah. And the guys, it's like, yeah, everyone go in there and slap your dicks around <laughs> together yeah. in one fucking small area. But I think yeah, you probably get in trouble now if you're in the showers with women like and trying not to like... Just being secretly quiet in there while you're trying to shower next to women that don't know you're a man. I think though on a lot of floors in colleges, well, they're co-ed. Yeah, but, like, but they have their own separate. Yeah, but like it's pretty crazy. I know. I saw. I saw. I knew. I had a friend who did that. I mean, it, it was just basically like living in an apartment complex. Yeah, but you're like eight, you know, like when your brain's not fully formed, you're kind of you know, it's like it I would. Yeah, I mean, if I lived in there. 
we would definitely probably try to pull some shenanigans yeah. by like scaring people in the showers and stuff, throwing cold water over. Yeah, or just, you know, I don't know, weird yeah. antics. You get super horny. Say you have a boner and you're, you're in the For shower. For nine days? Yeah, and you're in the shower. <laughs> Everyone's like, he still got that boner? What, hap- what would happen if you were like in college and you got a, that condition? You go to the hospital. And you're like, somebody jerk this thing. Give me some relief. I mean, I guess in college, you just tell everybody, be like, I just want to be open that I have a nine-day boner. <laughs> you raise your hand at the beginning of class. What was day seven? He's like, if there's two more days of this. I could see him like carving on his wall like a prisoner. He's carving like, on his dick. <laughs> he's like, this is my seventh day. Notching it. This thing won't go away. How is that not painful? You have a boner for like 10 minutes that you don't want. You're like, this is horrible. Yeah. I mean, oh, dude, the peeing. Can you imagine that? I mean, how did he pee? He had to pee outside. He had to get a catheter. Do you think that he, he maybe he was like a uh, math genius and he could he could uh, use whatever arc algebra it? or geometry <laughs> Parabola? to, to uh, figure out the arc of the urine stream? Speaking he of, peed, that guy pissed in the shower. Speaking of hard penises, uh, Diceman made one of his patented Instagram videos. Eleanor and Diceman are traveling by train. Yeah, I saw up. that. I saw and he's that. like, if I fall asleep, you got to watch out for me. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Dice? Is that the one where he's like, she's never been on, we've never been on a train yeah. before? And he's like, that was, I think there was two of them. But he's like, you know, when you're traveling like this, because of the movement and the vibrations, you can get a boner. She's like, what? <laughs> he's like, you know. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you can get a bone rock. <laughs> I'm like, a bone rock? This guy's a fucking... 50, he's 60. 60 year old fucking man talking about bone rocks on a train. He's like, so if I fall asleep, what is that? Even? Dude, he loves. So if you don't know, Eleanor Kerrigan been on the show and then the Dice Man, she opens for Dice on the road, but he forces her to do all these fucking staged videos. <laughs> and I was there when she did, uh, she has a Comedy Central thing that's going to be coming out soon. And right before she's going on stage, he's like, we got to do one of our videos. And I was like, dude, she's trying to get ready. They're literally calling. So they literally call her up. Dice is doing the. He loves the quick cuts. He's he's moving the phone back and forth. Yeah, he's like, can you believe this? He's going to get carpal tunnel. He goes, he he switches it so fast. I was like, dude, just let her get in the the zone. It's no Brian Holtzman Instagram. He's on fire on Instagram. uh, His brother Jay. His real estate shit. His brother Jay looks just like someone said in the comments. Like he's a mixture of Frazier Smith and Brian Holtzman. I saw him the other day. He goes, you never called me back. I go, I didn't know if you're being serious. He goes, I'm being totally serious. He's like, should I not call you? Do you not want me to talk to me? And I go, no, you can call. He goes, hey, do you have my number? Do you have my name written in there? And I go, yeah, okay. He started having like real conversations with me. And I don't really know what to make of it. I don't either. I don't I know. see him in the green room. I, I always laugh. Yeah, but, he, but he's being serious. Like he's not doing shtick to me. And I'm like, like he's like opening up his heart. And I'm like, I'm never in all my years of knowing I've never talked to him like on a, on a deep level. I know. He was having that. And, but then somebody walked up and Susan White goes, who the fuck are these fucking people? And I started laughing. I go, I don't know. I got to go, Brian. I'll take He easy. said to me, I was in the green room. And he's like, when he's in the green room, I think he's like got a bit of OCD. And he's, he started yeah. just cleaning everything. Like he was like wiping he, the table. He, he picks up the glasses. Yeah. And I was, like, does, and yeah. I was like looking at it. And he's like. Am I bothering you being in here? You one of those comics? You need to be alone. I was like, Oh no, you're fine. I don't care. And he's like, Okay, all right. And then he's then he's like cleaning the whole. Fo- he's like literally like took a paper towel and he's like wiping the table. I've been in the when they've shut down the main room, and uh, 
I've uh, I've been just sitting in there before a set, looking at my notes, and I hear clinking of glasses, and it's him bussing tables. I think he just hates uh, disarray. I guess I might. I mean, he's always like hair's always combed, perfect, yeah, it's like a fairly he's always mat- dressed, mati- fairly dapper, meticulous guy. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he just doesn't like when he comes in there, and it's like because that green room is always like people leave it kind of like a shithole a lot. If you haven't seen his Instagram, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. He's wearing <laughs> he's, eye patches. He's he's neck, neck braces. I go, I didn't recognize him without the eye patch. He's like, I got that here. Some guy was wearing an eye patch and he gave it to me after the show. What? He, what, he didn't need it either? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, he was like, hey, I got out. He's like, I have no eye, but you're so, I love you so Dude, much. I tried to get to the bottom of it that he switched topics and I go, okay, we just kind of go with this. There's like... I can't say, hey, let's go backwards here. You just gotta follow the flow with him. He loves Chinese food. Like every third video is him with like a huge buffet in front of him <laughs> in a restaurant. <laughs> I'm like Jesus Christ, I've never seen so much Chinese food on one table. If you don't know Brian Holtzman, he's uh, one of the uh, last great, great stand-up comedians that genuinely doesn't give a fuck about anything. I went to his website. I didn't know he had a website. He has a website? Because I was on his Instagram and it said his website. I was like, he has a website? So no I went way. to it. I didn't know that. He's in the, he was he's an Air Force veteran. According Is to he his, really? That's what it says on his website. It says after his stint of the Air Force. Wow. Which explains uh, his job repairing planes. He has a background. Yeah, that's probably where he learned it. Yeah, it so explains I was, the I was haircut like, too. A young Brian Holtzman in the Air Force. I can't even imagine that. He's like, look at this fucking guy They're telling like, us to clean our bunks. <laughs> Watch your mouth. This <laughs> fucking whatever the hell, whatever rank he was. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> like, who said I, that? Wow, I can't even. Yeah, that's crazy. A young, but I mean, can you picture an eighteen-year-old Brian Holtzman? Dude, he was like, he was a Air Force veteran, a aircraft mechanic at LAX. He was a fucking. Dog catcher, a meter maid. <laughs> he's, he's, a fucking, he has like 18 pensions. I know. He's got to retire. He said soon. he's retiring next year. That's what he, yeah, but I've but heard he's been he saying that for lot. years. Yeah. yeah, I think he just can't, he can't hang it up. Loves to work. Uh, a, 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 one of the funniest humans on earth. If you ever get to the comedy store and you have the uh, the privilege of seeing him, check it out. Like it's like we said when Brody uh, passed, it's Don Barris, Brody, and, and Brian Holtzman are like three... They're comedy the, store late night original. Yeah, they're the uh, Mount Rushmore of comedy in my in in the late night too, humble especially opinion. there. Yes, yeah. so if you can see Holtzman. And by comedy, I mean guys that do got, it their way. Yeah, guys that aren't concerned with being on TV. No. And, even though Brody was, but Brody still did it his way, and he yes. was on TV. But he would have been on TV a lot more. Had yeah, he, had yeah. He played the game more. But these guys were just in it for the love of the game. And just kind of, I don't even think, I think even if they wanted to go the other way, they couldn't. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, they could, yeah. such originals that, like, they couldn't even. No, they could try to. It'd be like when Painter yeah. tried to try to go clean, and it was yeah. just like, what are you doing? It's just insane. He's like, I took a rock and I smashed the ATM machine. And it's we're a, like, what does that even mean? It's clean. <laughs> we're like, yeah, it's clean. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> He was trying to do was, like an AOL showcase. He's like, it's for AOL. We're like, dude, it's not anything clean isn't for you. I'm trying to clean it up. Do you remember back then, like how times have changed? Because back then, like, remember if you were on premium blood, which doesn't even exist now. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, that guy was on premium blood. Yeah, it was, like it was big, just like it was a big credit. Yeah, I said, so I was like, if I could just get a premium blood, I would quit doing comedy. That's all I ever wanted, and then it went away. Yeah, it was like a, a comic. And now you're like, oh. Poof. It was just like a clip, like the yeah. show with like eight comics on it. You do like five minutes. Yeah. Which, it's, yeah, that, that, that doesn't even exist, that type of show. And I remember, I was like, oh, Painter's going to get an AOL showcase? That's pretty sweet. <laughs> and then he got that truck stop gig that we have the audio from. <laughs> 
I feel guilty after masturbating. <laughs> Speaking of eye patches, we have to follow up on this. I think this is our third follow up on this one story. This is from Jeremy, uh, aka Howie Moon, the often duplicated, never fucking replicated. Yeah. And Ben, often imitated. Yeah. Never replicated. That's what I meant. Uh, this is from the Metro UK. So remember a while back we did the thing about the woman who was marrying the pirate ghost? Yes. And then they broke up. We covered I know. that. Devastating. We covered the divorce. So this is the third installment. I don't know if we've heard the last of this or is this going to keep going? And this lady doesn't know the lady who fucked the chandelier? I don't think so. Okay. They, they could be friends. Uh, Amanda Teague is the lady's name, 47. She legally married. I don't know how it's legal. Remember in certain areas you can marry? Uh, Inanimate objects? Or, or entities. Um, entities. <laughs> uh, married her soulmate Jack, who allegedly died in the 1700s after being executed for thieving on the high seas on a boat in international waters. Uh, she's from Northern Ireland. She was forced to undergo uh, an exorcism after the breakup. She said she was possessed. By and, Jack? Yeah, and it left her hospitalized. Oh, so Jack... He was so pissed. He's like, you're not leaving me. By the way, I'm moving into your body. Yeah. He's like, you're going to leave me? Is that considered rape? Uh, I don't know. I mean, when you marry a ghost, I don't know if the laws are the same. Well, you I, have to ask it's John a legal Little. marriage. John Little. Yeah, I'll tell you the ghost law. <laughs> John Little, ghost law. Attorney at ghost law. Uh, former Captain Jack Sparrow impersonator is the woman. I remember her job. Uh, she said their spiritual and sexual relationship was giving her serious health problems, threatened to kill her if she tried to dump him. <laughs> wait, wait, this ghost threatened to kill her? Yeah. He goes, hey, bitch, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're going to leave me? This lady's so fucking mentally ill, I love it. <laughs> uh, she suffered painful abscesses, uh, developed sepsis, and was told she would need a col- colostomy bag, but was incredibly- She must have been just holding her shits in. <laughs> She was incredibly healed after she eventually managed to get Jack out of her life. Oh, my God. She said, after two weeks of marriage, I started to get health problems. I started to get reoccurring perennial... Isn't isn't that the taint again? I think it is. Perennial abscesses, and I was suffering from cirrhosis. Of the liver? Yeah. Well, she's probably an alcoholic. That's why you wear (laughs) She's like, I married a... She's like, well, he's making me drink the fucking... uh, Dude. Sounds like she doesn't clean her underwear. She's getting (laughs) sepsis. He had a dirty 1700s ghost dick. She yeah, gave him scurvy. True. Gave yeah. him scurvy. Dude, he probably had all kinds. Because, you know, he would he would land on shore. He would bone the dirtiest chicks in town. He may have been fucking her with a peg leg. With the yeah, You mean on, when she didn't even know it? Yeah. It's like, oh, your dick's so long. With a ghost. You can't see it. You don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, your dick has so many splinters. <laughs> About four to five months in, when she said, when things started to go really downhill. Oh, this is when they fucking... <laughs> she go to ghost uh, therapy with a relationship oh, oh, yeah. Therapy. Fuck. I went back to some of the people that had communicated with Jack. Uh, I know the symptoms of possession, and part of it is ill health. So I was concerned that it was to do with the relationship because of the timeline, but I was assured that he was a lovely spirit who wouldn't harm me. Uh, after her dog Toby died, she says she spotted a major red flag about the relationship. Does she think that the that Jack Sparrow killed the dog? She doesn't, but she said, I knew Toby's passing was imminent, and I'd ask Jack to keep him until it was my time so we'd all be together. Well, oh, so, well, they had a dog together, so he's like, all right, now you yeah. get the dog. <laughs> Before we have kids, let's try a dog. What if she gets to the afterlife and he gave the dog away? <laughs> or he'd been fucking it for years. <laughs> But, she says, Toby wouldn't go to Jack. He was incredibly aggressive. He wouldn't go near him. 
Whoa. It's like a lady like, you know, my dog doesn't like you. You're yeah. Out. Yeah. In the end, he had to go to my mother just because he didn't want to be near Jack. Now, is the mother dead also? It sounds like it. Oh. Animals are quite intuitive about people, so this was a big red flag. Yeah, you know what? He smelled extreme mental illness on you. <laughs> He's, He's like, like, get the fuck away the from me. The dog may have been a suicide. Yeah, yeah the dog's like, that. I can't take this anymore. This is too much. I'm embarrassed to be seen with her. It's weird. We found him hanging from his leash on the balcony. <laughs> Don't know if he was jerking off or if it was... Uh, uh, she says uh, while the couple moved on from the incident, her health began to get worse. So she, she's overlooked that. Shouldn't have in hindsight. She thought she had rid herself. She thought that a simple piece of paper, him signing the divorce papers, would be enough. But yeah. no, 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 no. Not when you're with a ghost. And a pirate at that. She said, I was getting abscesses recurring all the time after Jack and I would have any sexual relationship. Uh, with something. <laughs> it's fucking like so <laughs> She goes to the doctor and like, wait, wait, what did you just say? Oh. Like your husband, they're like, oh, we need to test him. Oh, he's you can't. He's do a you ghost. Think, you think she went to a doctor? You think she just went some fucking guy on the corner who's just yeah, like a like, I, I, do- I, I can her, see like Bushman being her doctor. Yeah, it's like a witch doctor. Oh yeah, we need some sage. I need to sage oh, your pussy. This Jackie bad guy. <laughs> let me see the perennial. Oh yeah, yeah let, let me touch it. <laughs> let me lick it. I'm gonna lick the spirit out. He's spitting into suck a bucket. It out. <laughs> Let me suck it out. Uh, she said it was something that was at the back of my mind. I never had these before I was with Jack. This guy couldn't let go of that booty. She even cut off uh, sex with Jack in order to see if that helped. So that's only going to make him angry. Yeah. She said, uh, once I stopped having sexual contact with Jack, the abscesses started to improve. And I'd say that was literally the best three weeks I'd had since we got married. She says, so anyway, one night a friend of mine got married and her, uh, to her spiritual partner. This lady has a whole crew of people. Dude. Oh, my God. Like-minded ghost fuckers. No, no, what the fuck? They shouldn't wear jackets and say the ghost fuckers around town. Just so you know who you're dealing with. I think with. people probably spray paint that on their house. <laughs> Dirty throwing, ghost fuckers. Throwing bricks through their house. Get out of here. <laughs> you're throwing Molotov cocktails on them. <laughs> Uh, and Jack and I ended up being intimate. They went to a wedding. They got horny. It's yeah, typical. You know, but you know what? She fucked up because now she's back in it. Yeah. She, she was very, out. Very next day, Abscesses was back with a vengeance. So then I started to get really concerned. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah. So in May of last year, she was rushed to the hospital for surgery after developing sepsis. She can, your body's toxic and kill you. Dude, was she leaving a tampon in for nine days? I think a ghost dick in there for nine days. Limp. Dude. Oh, you know what? That's why I have a theory here. So, in order to have a physical manifestation of the ghost, I bet she was leaving shit in her pussy. Or like fucking like raw meat or yeah, something. Like, or making like a human doll. Yeah, making like a dildo and like having him possess it and then shoving it in her pussy and then leaving it in there. Or maybe like... Or an unclean one, one that has like fucking rote, like, you know, dirt on it. Maybe spinning a dildo on like a Ouija board, you know, like some sort of weird yeah. ceremony and then, yeah, it could be... And it never could be cleaning it. There. She said, I almost died and I was in the hospital for a week. I had to take my wedding ring off when I went into surgery. How did he give it to her, by the way? Dude, she uh, she said, that must have cut the energy link with uh, between us because I felt totally different after the operation. I reconnected with my own spiritual team. What makes up her spiritual team, by the way? Oh. <laughs> I'd like to see these people. How do lunat- like a guy in a wheelchair weighs 800 pounds. How do these lunatics find each other? Yeah, I, the internet, I think, makes I know, it but it's like, it's such a specific type of mental illness. Yeah. That other people share the exact same. You're like, you're schizophrenic? What frequency? Oh, really? Sweet. <laughs> Are you fucked that? You fuck dead people? Okay. I'm with you. Yeah, their spirits? Cool. Oh, 1700s? That's disgusting. I'm only a 19, early 1900s. Yeah, I only do people that are fucking <laughs> under 18. Uh, she, so she reconnected with the spirit. 
spiritual team and I really saw a pattern about my health. I really saw alarm bells. He had obviously been blocking communication with my spiritual team. She said, I could see very, very clearly that he'd been stealing my energy. He was stealing the chi. Okay. Dillman may have been this coaching started, this guy. This is making more sense. Yeah. This guy's sucking that. We, we have egg on our face because we we're, we shit on it. Now we're embarrassed. And this guy used to give her golden showers, I heard. Yeah. Following the surgery, doctors warned Amanda that she might need a colostomy bag. Yeah, and also a mental health checkup. <laughs> They're like, here, wear this uh, straight jacket and we're going to take you somewhere else. A uh, pal warned Amanda that she had been possessed by Jack and that she... Uh, by the way, these friends are doing her no justice. <laughs> like, they're no good for her. Right now, they're, this guy, doctor's like, you might need a colostomy bag. And she's like, this goddamn pirate that I'm... Dead pirate I've been fucking did this to me. And the doctor's like, no. And then they go to the friends and the friends are like, oh yeah, it's totally this guy. It's amazing that she felt better after a surgery that could... Uh, <laughs> could help you I'm, i can't believe it They're like hey, by the way stop taking this fucking dildo made of raw meat and leaving it in your pussy for a week uh so the friend said you she needed to talk to jack about this possession it's, 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 she oh, hash confront it out. him yeah how do you think she did it i think she called uh, him into a room i mean took him out to dinner i think probably went to like called him on the phone uh maybe text I don't know what number you text. Where what? Where does he go? Maybe writes messages on her wall, like in fucking blood or something. Dude, like how a, scary would it be to live with this girl? Like, oh. I would, I would spend, a, I'd love to spend a week in her house and just listen to the shit that goes on at night. It would make you start feeling like you're mentally ill. I'd probably lose my mind. Yeah, she'd be like, Jack, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, who's, who's here? And then you hear glass breaking. He'd be like, Jack, don't throw that. At and then me. she does the voice of a man. Yeah, he's like, like hey, hey, what are you doing? You're like, what the? Who's that? Get out of here, bitch. Walk the plank. <laughs> You're like, Ooh, wait, what? Who's here? <laughs> He's like, yeah, matey. Like, what? Make sure you eat the oranges. So you don't get the scurvy. Ooh, the, this is a parish. Like, yeah, it's it's like the all fuck? these cronies there. You're like, what is happening? It's Jack, your buddies are looking at me. Yeah. The <laughs> voyeurism. Right. Have you been looking at my gold coins? <laughs> uh, so she, when she confronted Jack, he threatened to kill her if she attempted to break it off classic so she's in an abusive ghost relationship this is like an 80s high school uh, movie gone wrong she said his reaction when I told him uh, he had to leave was that he wasn't gonna leave and that if I tried to have an exorcism to get rid of him he's gonna kill me it was terrifying seeing a completely different side to the lovely spirit I'd seen before. <laughs> I love it. So this guy's a fucking this guy flipped on a dot. he's like, an abusive ghost he just goes oh really so this is like uh, that movie Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah. Starts out nice. Julia Roberts. Buys your flowers. Chocolate. Yeah. Well, he also beat the shit out of her, but then she she has to run away and yeah. get a whole new identity because the guy said, if you ever leave me, I'll kill you. Is that the guy from Kindergarten Cop, the bad guy? Uh, that, that guy from that movie? No, no I don't think okay. so. Uh, she said, but I knew in my heart that if I didn't get rid of him, my health was getting so bad, I was probably going to die any, anyway. Uh, so she had the exorcism. She says her health's drastically improved. Yeah, wow. I bet that surgery had nothing to do with it. She said, previously I had an MRI scan in November, which showed that my bowel was perforated. This guy may have been anally uh, doing some anal. This guy might have had a five-foot cock. Anal hijinks. She said, that's something that doesn't heal with, without surgery. So I had the exorcism. Incredibly, it healed up. She healed up her, uh, hmm, her ass. Weird. It, uh, so they, she had a surgery... And then immediately after I had exorcism and now she's healed. But she had a surgery to correct the issue. Said, I have not had any more abscesses or bowel problems at all since then. I went to the hospital recently 
in the junior doctor is that just like an assistant what does that mean it's like a, a child <laughs> this <laughs> is england i don't know junior doctor I don't, that's the guy i don't want to go to uh he called in a consultant because she was like i've never seen this before it must have been like a pussy ghost fucked oh she said if i hadn't got the exorcism done i think i'd definitely be going around with a colostomy bag uh, she was written a book about her experiences. Oh my god, dude, we got to get the book. Yeah, I don't know where you get it. There's no. <laughs> you probably have to go to her house. Yeah, I don't think it's published. <laughs> she probably sells them <laughs> in her driveway. Uh, and it says she's sworn off all spiritual work. She's no longer uh, in the game. She concluded, "I've quit it all because I'm terrified." She played with the dark arts, dude. She, the dark arts played with that pussy and made it sick. Yeah, she almost had. To, dude, she was shoving shit in her asshole and ripping the shit out of her fucking intestines she almost had to shit into a bag because of that bet you anything she was shoving like a giant dildo i mean she's so crazy yeah she could have been shoving a knife in there for all we know yeah so uh whew, man. man i tell you what we haven't heard the last of this you got to be careful who you date i think she hopefully she finds a nice uh ghost and they can settle down she's out of the spirit game I hope yeah. she finds a nice dude that ends up killing her human being. <laughs> She's like, that's like, I just want to get with a man. And then the guy's like the worst person He's in the like, world. fuck you. Oh, you want me? I'll, I'll rip your intestines <laughs> he apart. He could be super jealous of the yeah. ghost. I mean, any guy that she meets is definitely into this bullshit. We, there should be a song. Ghost fuckers. <laughs> Who are you going to call? <laughs> Ghost fuckers. It's the, yeah, they fuck ghosts away from your house. Yeah, they're like, do you have a ghost? We'll break up. We fuck ghosts so good that no, every ghost will break up with you. They'll never leave. No, they're like, if they're haunting you, they'll leave. Yeah, well, they'll come with us because yeah. we fuck so good. Yeah, we don't even trap them. They just leave with us willingly. We just come in, fuck them real good, and then they leave with us. Do you hear about a bunch of people sent me this? The guy who's suing Delta because he got uh, attacked by a support animal. Yeah, dude, that was crazy. He got. They said it was like a bloodbath. Marlon Jackson, he was on a window seat flying Atlanta to San Diego. Dude, I'd be terrified. Window seat, a dog in the middle. You're trapped. On fellow, the lap. Fellow passenger's large dog suddenly mauled him, bit his face, pinned him against the window. Uh, he said the dog bit him several times, causing him to bleed so profusely the entire row of seats had to be removed from the plane. More uh, legroom for the people sitting behind in that next flight. He was putting his seatbelt on. The animal started growling. Uh, the attack was briefly interrupted when the animal was pulled away. It broke free and it started mauling his face. Dude, I don't understand. So the animal's growling. By the way, this is a heightened situation for the dog. Yeah, everybody. She can sense, the dog can sense other people are antsy. Like, it only builds their fucking You got kids issues. screaming, people farting. I mean, yeah. you're in a foreign place. He knows he's not supposed to... Dogs aren't supposed to fly, <laughs> despite what everyone says. And he can pick up everybody else's fucking anxiety. So, I mean, the dog growls at you. Wouldn't you go, oh, fuck, we got a problem When here. he's stuck, he can't get up. Yeah. He's pinned in there. I hope this guy gets 80... Uh, no joke, I say $80 million. Dude, I might start flying with, like dog food in my pockets i want to get it I, this is my payday. yeah dude meat this hanging is, off your nipples this is baby barb's college tuition dude i'm getting attacked dude grease and fucking i'm all gonna sorts be of. i'm bathing in fucking beef broth <laughs> just let it soak in and just get attacked by every one of them on yeah. the plane like oh again <laughs> i'm gonna be blowing dog whistles <laughs> i need a house let's see let's get on this dog <laughs> that's this that's our, the ticket to the big time this guy had to get 28 stitches. He has That's a lot of fucking stitches. He says he's got permanent scarring. He says he suffered On loss. On the face. Loss of sensation areas of his face. Dude, severe physical, he's getting paid. Severe physical pain and suffering, emotional distress, mental anguish. Dude, I hope he gets $80 million. Says his entire lifestyle has been impaired by the attack. 
Uh, he sustained lost life and point enjoyment. His entire lifestyle has been severely impaired. He's getting paid a lot, dude. It sh- it shouldn't have happened, man. So he's, su- he's suing for an unspecified amount, uh, saying it failed to ensure his safety and allowed a, a dog to board without po- proper restraints. Dog's owner is also being sued. They How does that flight go? I mean, after that, I mean, I, like I'm waiting. Like, clean the blood, get new passengers on in his seat. I'm waiting to be on one of these flights where some of this. Sh- I've never been on a flight where something totally insane. I've never happens. even been on one where like a dog's taking a shit. No, or like, or like a passenger freaks out, or that one that guy started smoking. Did you see that one? Yeah, the guy just started letting it. He lit it up. He's so wasted, and they go, oh, "You can't." He goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" Like he forgot where the fuck he was. <laughs> How do you get that? By the way, drunk? nobody said anything. I'd be like, "Hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Or like a flight where an Ari Shafir type does so many edibles that they lose their fucking mind, and they have to be like, yeah. giving CPR." Oh my god, the, the, the pop brownie was bad. I'm losing it. Or even the one where Arshvir shits his pants. Yeah, he flew to Australia. No, I mean, like, were these were passengers are fist fighting? Were people, well, people are screaming? Are fucking? Or there's like some crazy racist on there, or jerking each other off, or someone gets yeah. booted? The people are getting booted yeah, now I'm, on flights. I, I got to get one of these flights. You would think that I don't. I'm mean, not. We don't fly a ton, but you fly enough. And in L.A., a lot of crazy fucking people here who didn't yeah, fly here. I don't. Uh... But yeah, so this guy's this guy's gonna get fucking paid. He should. I think every. I hope every airline gets sued until these animals are fucking thrown off. They shouldn't. They don't belong unless you're blind, have severe issues. Yeah. You don't need a fucking dog, especially if it's huge. Didn't in the oh, old huge days, on the lap. Weren't they like under the plane back? Which obviously yeah. is not humane. Yeah, but. and you know, you know, twenty percent died. You want a big dog? Start driving places. That's part of having a big dog. I dated a girl who brought a dog from the Midwest on a plane and she told me it was like a fucking horror story. Like the dog shitting. She let they let the dog go under the seat and yeah, it pissed everywhere and oh. the stewardesses are yelling at her and she's freaking out. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh fuck." I mean, it was her fault, but she was like, "It was everyone, all the passengers around her were yelling. It was fucking barking. It was freaking out." I was like, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> drive it, just fucking drive it, or leave it. Yeah, we had a good run. I'm sorry, I'm going somewhere yeah. else. I don't know how to get you there. But a big dog on the no. They by the way, they, you never could. Uh, I remember my cousin from Germany came out here in the mid early no early 80s. She's like 10 years older than me, and she one of there was a flood, and we found all these kittens, and she wanted to take one back to Germany, and so it was just real. It was a tiny kitten. And so she let she showed the kitten to the people and they let her like they fucking broke all the rules and let her put it on in the cabin. It was unheard of back then, though. She probably had to like put it under her shirt or, you know, some sort of like just like. Well, no, they agreed. They're like because they like because it was such yeah. a cute kitten. It was a little jet. It was like completely black little kitten. They're like, we're just going to pass it around every seat. And that <laughs> yeah, let everyone pet it. And so everyone like agreed that the flight crew and like let her on. But it wasn't like you couldn't bring a fucking dog. The dog wasn't the. In the base, in the belly. Yeah. Yeah, back, you never even saw him. No, never. I'd never seen a d- flying, I'd never flown with a dog until the past like 10 years. Now they're every, every airport, they're just full. Every flight has a dog. Full, like, yeah, multiple sometimes. It looks like a fucking pound. I'm waiting to see dogs start fucking each other on the flight. Yeah. They're like, we have to bring this dog because this dog gets horny and it wants to fuck. I could see John Little having a stance like, if, you're on a, if your dog's on my plane, I'm going to grab his genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of crazy rationale. But. That's a service dog? Yeah, well, better to get it to work. Service me. <laughs> yeah. Service my dick. 
I wonder. We have to ask him his, his thought on seatbelts on planes. Is he anti? <laughs> anti. He's a, What's it going to do mean, for you, O'Neill? Yeah. You going to save you? What you take turbulence? Even though it, they're in rare cases of extreme turbulence, there have been where like planes going, have dropped thirty feet you out of the air. The, yeah, you can hit the roof. There was a thing where a, a uh, stewardess got severely injured by like smashing into the roof of the plane when it <laughs> dropped. I wear a helmet, O'Neill. Yeah, I'll just put my arm up the whole flight. <laughs> I'll block it with my feet. <laughs> O'Neill, I'm too heavy. It's not going to do anything. I got a low center of gravity. Do you remember that flight that we were on? I think it was. I think we were trying to ZZ come back, and it was like completely empty. And we had the worst turbulence of all time. He hates. And we turbulence. thought we were gonna fucking die. Uh, and we, I was laughing so hard because he's like, "Oh God!" Yeah, it was nobody. We all had our own row. Oh, uh, turbulence! He was freaking the fuck. But yeah, you had. I tightened the shit out of my seatbelt because that was the worst turbulence I think I've ever had. I think I've been on a flight once where somebody, you know, they had the drink that they give you <laughs> just flew and up, it, and it face. fucking went like they like. <laughs> Their arm went up and just like on the ceiling, like flew up to. Yeah, the I super glue it to the to the tray. Yeah, I bring my own tops, O'Neill. <laughs> That's why you drink it in one sip when they give it to you. We should get them uh, jeans that look like uh, there's a seatbelt going across them for flying. I like this. Like maybe in the live show, we ask him like, "What is what is it like for you to fly? Like, do you have any?" Like I could see him. We being, show, he shows that picture. He went to South Korea because he had a yeah. relative that worked for the airline, so he flew first class. <laughs> he's drinking champagne. For bucks. He was drinking champagne and, and watching Caddyshack, yeah. and he's laying down completely reclined. <laughs> yeah, look at this. Got a hundred channels. I could see him just wearing one outfit, and he doesn't pack any clothes. I'll buy clothes. Right well, no, I <laughs> oh, just wear. I just wear the same thing. You remember the thing? How much should I bring? Two grand cash. Yeah, I bring eight hundred bucks. Yeah, he was and flying. He goes, you know, he was trying to fly to South Korea, then Japan. Dad, go to Tokyo, and he wanted only to bring eight hundred dollars. He didn't have a credit and no card tra- and no travel. But he had jet. no credit card. <laughs> and he goes, "I go two grand." He goes, "I'll bring eight hundred bucks." Two grand is exactly what my dad said too. And I was like, "Come on, dude!" But he was going against both of you. Uh, yeah, jumping John Little, anti seatbelts on planes, trains, and automobiles. He uh, he's the modern day John Candy. He wants all smoke detectors taken out of the plane. They have them. They must, right or no? He'll dismantle them. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they always do. say don't dismantle them in, in the, the bathrooms. Bathroom. They yeah. have them, and I'm sure they have them in the fucking cabin. Speaking of which, uh, illegal smoking. My set. I uh, didn't get a spot this week, but the week before, uh, this these fucking immediately this guy. So I'm going up late. I'm in no mood for, you know, just antics. Dude, is it me or is this is this comedy cycle starting to come back around? These <laughs> Lately, these late nights. Crowds are getting yeah. crazy. I had one of the worst sets I've had in years uh, the, this last week. So this fucking guy starts sarcastically applauding like Ooh. way too late by himself. I'm like, okay. And I immediately I was like, dude. And he just wouldn't stop doing it. And I was like, all right, this is on. So I fucking went at, like, it was like, he was like a frat guy. It was like these guys, there's like six of them or seven of them. And he was by, he was like wasting, barely keep his eyes open. And so I was like, all right, let's do this. So I just fucking went at him hard. I thought his first name was, he said, I was like, what's your name? And he, he said, Barman. Barman. <laughs> so I thought it was his name, it was his last name. Like, Who the fuck is their last name? Someone asked their name. 
So it's just like, hey, barman, just shitting on him. This other guy hated it. The rest of his friends were like dying because like, you tell they kind of yeah, hated him. Yeah, they fucking him. hated the guy. And so like this other guy, I'm like, what's your problem? He's like, and I was like, what are you, his twin brother? And they're like, that is his twin brother. No they're fraternal twins. <laughs> and I pointed out to the fraternal twins, like, you're the Danny DeVito. You're real small. And he fucking hated it. I was like, fuck the barman family. And I was just going. So then they start, he's so drunk, he starts vaping. That's when the fucking comedy store, the security, they say that. I'm like, you know, get, get the fuck. This guy's Dude, a piece of shit. You know why? Well, they got, they got rid of uh, a good uh security guy there recently <laughs> who actually enforced dude i had the same incident i spent f- was it barman no it was like it was that uh dude from two weeks ago but yeah these these sets now have turned into uh back in the old days we're yeah, just battling drunks yeah you gotta fight You're- earl goes uh as soon as I'm, he's, he's handing the mic off he goes this is terrible i get a text <laughs> the next day next morning from john little he goes yeah, I walked in. Uh, happy passing by. Saw you on stage. Walked in there. What the fuck was up with that room? Jesus. I mean, it was like a death sentence. Some nights there's people, but they're no, like, dude, they're for horrible. years there were people. But, no, but some nights there, there are people there, but they're horrible. No, I know, but lately. They're the dregs of society. Lately, it's been going. I've been having flashbacks of the old days. Like, this barman character was so fucking drunk. Yeah, man, they don't, they don't, they don't say anything. I told the rest of the crowd to check the obituaries for Barman because he was just like wasted. That's the problem is like you get someone who's heckling who's so drunk that you can't do a goddamn thing. Well, then he was like saying, he's like, where, where are you from? Like, what is this? Barman interviews comics? And he's like, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Massachusetts. And he's like, yeah, you're just another Tom Brady Red Sox fan. <laughs> I, go, I go, that's your fucking, that's the best you got, Barman. And I just fucking, I went into him harder. I was like, fuck you, you idiot. Dude, it's his uh, friend. One of his friends, but he's like, came out and he's, cause he seemed fairly sober. He's like, I'm sorry, man. He, he always gets like that. I know, but somebody get him the fuck out is the yeah, problem. It's it's like, tell uh, him to leave. He goes, I leaned in and he goes, I kept telling him, shut the fuck up. I've literally called for security to take someone out and nobody's in there. No, it's, it's and then later they're like, "Oh, I thought you were talking to the guy." I go, "No, I'm trying to fucking perform here." Well, it gets to the point where yeah, you are engaging them, but then there's the point where you're like, "All right, I'm done engaging." Dude, it it it, it harkens back, and I'll tell you what: you want to test if you want to test if you can do comedy, you do it in an environment that is completely not conducive to comedy, hostile, something where people not only don't want you to succeed, they actively want you to fail, and they're so drunk. That they there's nothing you can do, and then you got to kill 15 minutes. I turned to fucking a, stupid. You know when you get in that attack mode and you're just like fuck yep, everybody, yep, but yep. there are some innocent victims yep. among. And I turned to this one guy who was like to the side of the stage by himself, and I was like, "What the fuck's your like aggressive?" And he's like, "I'm a fan of the podcast." I was like, "All right," <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry, that was aggressive." Because I was like, "You just yeah. get in that mode of like, dude, and fuck then the, all of these people." There are some people that come to see us, and it's late night, and you're like, "Dude, I, I, you know, like, yeah, you're just trying to put on I'm the best sorry. thing you can." Some people love it. They're like, "That was great," and I was like, "Yeah, but it's not like <laughs> not what I would." It's not be. an accurate representation of me. Yeah, it's this is just survival mode. Yeah, it's like watching somebody fuck in an alley versus like come watch me in a bed and like yeah. <laughs> when there's like a nice meal and <laughs> nice conditions. Uh, yeah, I felt bad for the uh, the. I talked to him after. I was like, sorry about that. I didn't mean to. Uh, no, nah, I mean it's it has been. I hope this is just a uh, just a bad summer lunar cycle or something. Dude, it 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 it's. Uh, I literally told her like the, the the boom is uh 
The boom's on the spiral down. I want to say two, and I won't name any names, but some comics there I think attract young, some younger male audiences who, who get a little rowdy yeah. uh, from yeah, time to yeah, time. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and if they can't see these people they want to see, they go to another room, and then they end up getting fucking hammered because they're like 21. Some of them probably are fake yeah. IDs. And then they just don't know how to fuck. You know, when you're 21, you don't know how to fucking hammer yeah. yourself. You're fucking wasted. I know. It's, it's, it's those spots. Yeah, I had that dude... Two weeks yeah, ago, like if you're actually, who's sleeping in there? If you're a comic in the middle of the roster, chances are, I mean, if someone's that drunk, they showed up pretty that drunk, yeah. but they don't have to deal with that sort of. Uh, it, what's funny is that because you're always like, oh man, this is. But then you know, when Ari comes to town, he'll do those late night spots, and he does like the same as I do or worse. Just and I was like, oh, this is not. Oh no, like, this is this is it. This is as good as you're getting. Oh yeah, there. it's the slot. Those slots. But no, sometimes right. you're There's like, a fuck. Oh yeah, you're like oh in your mind you're, you're like, like oh, I, I, I want to kill, but it's like you can't. I know, but and you keep fucking looking for that. Uh, I mean, I've had people be like that. I love like no, of course they'll, yeah. they'll praise it, but in your head you're like it's not what it should be. I used to like it more when people would be like, "Do you handle late nights?" Like some guys just, and I'm like, that's not. A, it's no longer a badge of honor. It's like you now. It's like no. Oh, you mean I know how to just fucking dig into people for 15 minutes the way you fuck a 500 pound woman is so great yeah. you're like no I, I you should see i, I get women who are like you know yeah good. it's like no i have jokes i can't tell them at the times no it's only been like that the past like month yeah um, i don't know hopefully it goes I, I, away i hope so but i haven't seen it this bad in uh about seven years <laughs> it's uh yeah it's getting aggressive or six years probably even the main room has been getting kind of aggressive and they have a shorter leash in there usually yeah I've had a couple of people heckle me, a couple of fucking insane people. Because like when everyone leaves, usually it's the fucking either people are like, I don't care if I'm out late or just insane people. Well, it's the same you get in the late night OR, um, except now it's a bigger room. And so when there's 20 in there, but there's 380 empty seats. It's usually like somebody who's alone. You're like, this person's crazy. Yeah. Like no one came here with them for a reason because no one wants to be with them. I always, I'll list, I'll. I'll always in that main room when it's late and there aren't that many. I'll always think I'm bombing and then I'll listen. And I'll be like, oh, they were actually laughing. I just yeah, you're like it's just eight people it. over yeah, a huge cavernous room. But I'm always like, fuck. Oh, it's a horrible feeling. You're like, you're just in front of a huge room and there's next to no one in there. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah. Those are the worst shows when people are like, oh, I want to come see you, and then they come see you. Lee saw me do a show in front of a crowd that just hated me yeah. in the main room. I was like, hey, man, it's all right. He saw me do a show where a guy just had to basically roast a guy for 15 minutes. <laughs> it went well, but it was just like yeah, not. My, mine was just like I the crowd. I don't, it was just like one of those nights in the main room where it was like full, but they just like hated everything. Yeah, no, I yeah, that's. And I, I asked around that. and they claimed other guys like everyone. Employees were like everyone was it was one of those nights. It, it like, seems it's funny, though, because when people like because I remember I was in the main room because. I remember Rogan was in the green room and then I, w- I was doing the main and he was talking to us and then I went out and I go, oh, wait, maybe if I'm crushing and he walks out, maybe one day he'll be like, hey, you want to do the podcast? I was fucking bombing terribly. I saw him like walk in disgust. And you I was like, can, that's the worst when you can see so- yeah. like somebody like that and you're like, oh, fuck. Like he stopped to watch in the back and I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, like, just, just keep leave. moving. You always want to say like, come on, moving. leave me alone. Let me do this in peace. And Ari was there, and he's like, "Oh, you need to work on that story because you're doing that story for the." And I said, like, "Dude, you're talking about fucking eight people in a room that holds 400." That's a that's fucking a skill relax. in itself. You got to do it. Yeah, I was like, "No, but I have that skill probably better than you." That's uh, you got to start doing that, you know. So yeah, it's a 
But, uh, you know, it builds character. Yeah, it's the love of the game. You know what? As the uh, as everything grows, we will soon be out of the, it that puts, uh, uh, puts hair in your spot. chest. You know yeah. what won't be like that June 20th? No. We got our own crowd. Yeah. People know what's fucking going on. We got our own sold out crowd in the belly room. We're going to have seven up cake. Make sure you get there Dude, early. We got big plans. We got big things. We got- we're going to have... We're going to have uh, maybe even a uh, trivia. There's going to be a John Little kissing booth. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great, dude. We should have him do it. We should have, if anybody wants to kiss John Little, we should see if he'll do it for a dollar. Over under how many women attend this show? I said the over under at five. I think you'd be surprised. Really? Yeah, no, no. no. 100% women? I think it's an uh, all female crowd. I think it's uh, 70 30. Really? It's a, I know it's a bold accusation. Female the man? I'll put it on BetDSI. I'll use that promo you'll code lo- DO101. You'll lose that bet. <laughs> uh, a guy named Eric supposedly be coming out. He bought three seats. Uh, we'll <laughs> but it's only one man. <laughs> we'll see. By the way, and this isn't directed at him, uh, but I did see a 70-year-old man is walking across country Donated all the money he raised to raising awareness for troops' mental uh, issues. This guy was a serviceman himself. Yeah. His son said, hey. 70 years old? said, Dad, you're 70. I don't think you can do it. He said, I'm going to do it. And uh, I like I've former like service people who want to walk with me. He's like that's going to keep me going. That's great. And this guy is going to walk. He's, his son said only forty three people have ever done it. He said, "Well, I'm going to be the forty fourth. That's fucking. So where is he leaving from? Uh, I think the East Coast somewhere. Oh, like. walking all the way to the West Coast. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, we should meet this guy. I think he's just currently doing it. He said some days he's walking like it was some crazy number of miles. It's seventy. It must be in good shape. Twenty miles. It's something like that. Walk, you probably walk more than that. Something like that. I was like, this guy's in fucking. It's some fucking shape. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Some people just do it. You know, they don't. You know what? If I if I were like uh, an old man and like I didn't have kids, and my wife was dead, I would just start walking. How I do just not, go, I'm just gonna fucking walk. How do you not get like hellacious injuries though? Foot injury, like. I mean, he's, I, some tells me he's a serviceman. He's probably in Vietnam. He's 70 years old. Yeah. He probably saw some shit. He's probably like, fuck my feet. Jesus yeah. Christ. Who cares about a bad back? Yeah. All my friends are dead. Yeah. I had to carry like uh, the fucking head of my uh, yeah. best friend. That's true. For the chopper. Probably just limp, you know, limp your way to the finish line. Yeah. I But I, a lot of this is just that mind over matter. Well, I'm rooting for him. You know, some people. Yeah. Some people turn, go home. Oh, some people yeah, walk, well, keep he's, walking. He's regrouping. Okay. He's regrouping. <laughs> Okay. Probably blame it on us. I'm sure. I'm shocked that he hasn't fucking hasn't done that. We'll let the is something moving around. That's a ghost. Something dude. moving around in here. That's the ghost. Did you, did you, did you hear something rustling? No. Is that Jack? Heard, Jack, are you in here? I heard something. Rustling. Like a window. Oh broken. God! I have an abscess on my wiener. <laughs> I have a colostomy bag on. <laughs> but you had that when you got here. Yeah. But, I, but that's because you knew Jack. Was but it wasn't do it. full. Oh, but <laughs> that, it's full. that's where Jack comes in. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I got. An, I'm dating a ghost. What, what <laughs> do you think we could get ghosts. him to do? Uh, do you think we do a kissing booth? <laughs> I don't know if any women want to kiss John <laughs> or be, men. It'd be embarrassing to say it. Up. <laughs> <laughs> he just sits in it on the side of the stage the whole time. And no one will come up. But what if you have two holes? There's one for his lips, one for his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> He'll do that. No, like two holes for his nipples is like a dollar. The dick's like five, and his his lips are like three. 
And then a hole for his ass. Anymore? You can slap his ass. Oh, uh, we're doing it on uh, Facebook Live. I think they're gonna. I think so. I don't uh, know yet. So you probably can't show a wiener, but it'd be great just to have a man up there, a kissing booth, <laughs> <laughs> with four options: right nipple, left nipple, wiener, and lips. We're working to see if they can somehow get a horse up to the belly room, but <laughs> we brought a horse. It's only stair. And we're gonna bring him up the back stairs secretly. It's only stair access. Can you imagine that horse broke his leg going up some <laughs> stairs. I probably would. It's yeah. like a fire escape style stairway. Yeah, no. <laughs> that room, I don't know if that floor would hold that. We'd have to sedate him and carry him and then wake him up in the room. <laughs> and it would go crazy. <laughs> I know, it'd be great. They got rid of the mirrors in the belly room, which is sad. It's sad. I kind of like it now. I, I mean, those things always weirded me out. You always saw yourself. And, it was <laughs> and you could like, look to your left but be looking at someone yeah. far right. And the people the could always like see always behind you. And I, I didn't like the mirrors. Never liked them. I think they had it in there for some of the perverts. Like uh, the <laughs> so, aforementioned Ari Shafir who were doing sexual things in there. That could allegedly. Be, you think Mitzi put those in? like, oh, you're going to love getting blowjobs. You're you can watch them. see everything you're doing. It's like having the game tape. Yeah. <laughs> well, can't get rid of the mirrors. I bet Tommy's pissed. I bet Tommy could talk to that ghost. He says he talks to Mitzi. Yeah. Is Tommy coming to our 200 show? I hope. I could see him buying the ticket and then we saying no. Ticket's no good. <laughs> I'd throw him out. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. I know. I would, I would say Tommy Morris, come on up here, you piece of shit. Well, well it, was, it wasn't right what you said about me, okay? Well, hi. It's good to see you. Who, oh, yeah. You never gave me spots, Tommy. Oh, yeah. I'm well, going to kill you. It's one of my biggest regrets, not giving a lot of spots. What if we do a bush kissing booth and he outsells a little, like five to one? Oh, it'd be great. We should do that. <laughs> Everyone wants to kiss the bush. <laughs> Everyone wants to kiss a little bush. <laughs> It'll be Feng Chow, John Little, and Bush in a uh, kissing booth. A kiss off. Yeah. <laughs> who wants to kiss who? What um, was that clip? Uh, someone's Feng Chow was in some fucking yeah, co- court TV show? I vaguely remember him saying something that he did. At first, I didn't think it was him. I thought it was a guy who looked like him who had the same That's name. That's racist. <laughs> I, seriously, <laughs> I seriously did. I did, because it also said Chow Feng. <laughs> when he was wearing like a nice shirt. like It was yeah. like I'd never seen him in any attire like that. When I saw that bowl cut, when I saw that fucking <laughs> uh, Chinese Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wonder what happened. What kind of lawsuit uh, he, was involved He in? was in some stupid crap, settling something. I don't That's know. a good credit to have. Is that on his IMDb? No, I looked it up. It's not. Wow. Um, but uh, I uh, I was trying to find a clip of it, and I couldn't. But I do vaguely remember him telling me that like he and it might have been Stephen Randolph. I'm too, sure the next time we see him, uh, we'll have to hear about this for the next. No, because I think this is a long time ago. No, but he'll, now that he, if he hears this, oh, he'll yeah, talk yeah. to us about it for four hours. Yeah, I don't know. He said, he, I, I'm done with him. Yeah. Is he going to come to the show on the 200th show? I don't know. Says he is, but I don't know. We'll see. Did we talk about the wedgie? Uh, no. Yeah, you have conditions if he's going to come to the show. Uh, did we talk about it? No. no. Oh, so I don't think so. Yeah, I, I said he needs to pay us $40 to do crowd warm up because <laughs> it's a good uh, he was yeah, he, he pulled out his bankroll for you. Yeah, he gave me, a, he goes, here, and he gave me a hundred. I don't have change. He said, keep it. So I put it in my pocket, and then five minutes later, he goes, I want it back. And I go, well, you gave it to me. And so then I go, turn around. I want to shove it down your pants. And so I said, turn around. So I gave him a huge wedgie. I grabbed the back of his underwear, and I go, you fucking idiot. He didn't, he's never experienced oh, that in he China. Was, by the way, that, that's because he heckled the shit. 
out of me in non-coherent drunk ramblings. Yeah. I, that, I, I it was, was in inappropriate there. for a comedian. If you're going to yell something, make it something I can work with. I was in there. Yeah, it was. Uh, so he deserved that wedgie, but that was a nice wedgie. It was a Chinese wedgie. I got to be honest. It might be now. I think my brother gave me one and I tried to give him one. I think I've only oh, I've given uh Gave an ex-girlfriend a wedgie once. You got to be careful. Remember that story we did where the guy pulled the undies over the yeah. stepfather's head? He killed him. <laughs> he killed him. <laughs> Via wedgie. Uh, but it was it was a good wedgie. He I think, he, I think he knocked him out. Then he pulled the undies and he couldn't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> like he, it was like showboating. <laughs> I think he went to prison. He went with a front wedgie on that too. Jesus. Yeah, well. Death via your own undies. Well, we, you got to have... We should have the chat. We got to bring John. While we have John Little up there, we also have to go. What do you think about this comedy duo? Bring him up. Have him. He'll be there. You know how like uh, Americans have Russian coaches for gymnastics? <laughs> yeah. Well, these are going to be foreign guys having an American comedy coach. John Little's going to coach up. The yeah. Chow, Chow and Bush, the new duo. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? Would you rather see them sing a song or do comedy or both? I think you can sing a comedic song. <laughs> Maybe you have them sing You're a Beautiful Animal, Bush and Chow. Oh, Bush does love to sing. He could sing the... Uh, he loves he could sing all the songs. Loves Justin Beavers. Does he play an instrument? Uh, he bongos. Remember he always used to bring the fucking bongos in? <laughs> yeah, he could play the, the bongos. <laughs> yeah, play the bongos. <laughs> you remember he'd always he did, bring yeah. them in. He'd bring in guys and have like a fucking drum circle in the original room at like two in the morning. Who did he meet these guys? I never knew. I was like, this guy's like uh, 25 years old. What's he doing hanging out with a 70-year-old fucking man? And they all were like unhinged. You're like this guy is easily could stab somebody. Yeah, like the yeah, guys he hung sure. out with all had something. They were all off. They were definitely off. Oh, that's that's Jacob. Oh yeah, he's a good guy. And you're like, you look, like he has a look in his eye. He's gonna kill somebody. I, I would say maybe give Bushman what advice would he give to Fang Chow, being a foreign comedian, not a native English speaker. I mean, if anybody hit us up on Twitter or email or Instagram, uh, we could do Ask Bush. Maybe people want to ask Bush questions about his life or. Yeah, that could be one question that turns into 20 minutes. That's true. Like, that's all our time, Bush. Because it goes from like, Bush, what do you feel about this? And it goes into how he played tennis, how he was a yeah. soccer player. Oh, I, you're a horser. We should ask him if he played uh, chess. I want to hear I guarantee you. I was a Liberian <laughs> chess champion. I was Bobby Fischer. Oh, yeah. And Bobby Fischer said, he told me, he goes, you, you too good. You beat me. What was it like riding those horses? <laughs> no, it'd be it, Bobby. You wouldn't call him Bobby Fisher. You'd call yeah, him like Bobby. Rodney Swisher. You're like who? Yeah, Rodney Swisher. You don't know him? The oh, chess come, champion. Oh, come on, come on. Yeah, so uh, we got big plans. It's gonna be a fun show. It's gonna be a memorable one, especially if you're there live. But if you can't make it, we'll have to do something out at the front bar, maybe afterwards. Yeah, meet and greet. Because uh, uh, there's nothing around there that's like worthwhile. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, because we have to get out of there because there's a show after us. Yeah, so we're gonna we want to push the uh, the limit all the way to the two hour mark. Yeah, we got a lot to do. That show better plan on running a little late. Yeah, now I don't know who it is. Do you? I have no idea. Uh, who knows? I know Sean Patton is in the in there the day before. He's uh, he's making an L.A. swing. Yeah, so uh, we gave he wants to be on the show. Gave him the dates. Hopefully, it works. Should have him on. Yeah. He's a funny dude. I don't know him well. I've met him once, but uh, you seem you know him better than me. 
I know him from, uh, yeah, he was at the fight in Vegas for some reason. And then uh, he was out, yeah, we were skiing. Ari Shafir's uh, adventure trips. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to go uh, Want to go parasailing? I'm doing a parasailing comedy show. I was spending two weeks just parasailing every day. <laughs> I could see him loving parasailing, by the way. I, yeah, I could too. His huge balls he just flowing. He, he takes his pants off. Yeah, he's in the harness. When he lands, they're going to scrape on the water. I'm in Jamaica. They go up and see my huge balls. <laughs> Block the sun. Like, are those hot air balloons? <laughs> oh, no, it's Ari's balls. Uh, here, he, This man's going to be at the show. It's La High Flam Blue. Tell me about La High Femme Blue. <laughs> I wish we could have that guy. Tell me about La High Femme Blue. It's just such an effeminate. It's like, it's just so joy. Ex- I get, it's just eccentric. It's yeah, amazing. But it's like overjoyed. But he's also Tell like me super positive. La High Femme Blue. He, but he commits to saying his name wrong. <laughs> Tell me about La High Femme Blue. And Bush, like he was a lower energy Bush back then. He was just like, it's La High Femme Blue. And he's like, La High Fembula. What a fucking. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> Calm down. I can't. I didn't see what it oh, said. Okay. We'll, we'll, discuss we'll discuss it. We'll discuss it in a minute. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Check out that Betty aside. Check out Beach Cops. And uh, we're going to get out of here. La High Fembula. Well, that's a number one bestiality podcast. There ain't no number. my books you never turn a blowjob down give me one more of those uh jiminy glick guys <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hold on i gotta switch <laughs> La High i can't get enough of that guy <laughs> what's his real name do you know i uh, yeah, i don't know. I have to look do you have that. anything specific you want a horse no, i don't we have a horse whatever it's but you're a horser <laughs> tell me about riding those horses but you're a horser <laughs> who says horse i've never heard that term it's a great one though horse is a live <laughs> It's La High Flam Blue. Tell me about La High Flam Blue. <laughs> Jim, come on now. You did grab my stuff and you know that. Dude. You touched my dick. <laughs> the guy didn't even say his name. The second time he repeats it, it's a different name yeah, than what he, he said it the first time. <laughs> La High Flam Blue. He doesn't care. The guy doesn't give a Tell fuck. Tell me about La High Flam Blue. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. All take, right, everybody. Take her sleazy. Take it easy, everybody.